Believers to another episode of the Not Funny Guys Presents Off the Reels, the internet's number one podcast on public library recommendations for finding missing people related to a titan snapping his finger. This is episode 76, and today we are excited to talk to you, the <laughs> listeners, about the end of the MCU, Phase 3, Avengers Endgame. Now, with all that out of the way, we're in the end game now. A hundred and some odd movies we have watched to this date. We are finally in the end game. So let's get on with the show. We're your favorite ne'er-do-wells, the not funny guys. I am your host, Casey. Look what I made you do, Franklin. And I'm joined <laughs> by two co-hosts, the other members of the not funny guys, Dr. John, shake it off, Evans. And Eric, you need to calm down line barges. <laughs> with all that out of the way, we'd like to remind you, the listeners, if it doesn't say not funny guys, it's probably not us. And if that's the case, turn off that podcast. And listen to ours. Thank you. Please. Gentlemen, hello. Yes, I know we've all been outed as T-Swift fans now, baby. Oh, it's happening. <laughs> it's happening. Like Get back to fucking scarf, Joe <laughs> I had a whole, like, I had other ones set up, lined up. And then when we were talking about Tay-Tay a few minutes ago, uh, I was like, oh, that's too perfect. I have to do it. And then I was looking through her... <laughs> library and i was like oh there's some that work perfectly here <laughs> <laughs> ladies and gentlemen if something happens we're... in the middle of this podcast it's because the poultry guy says killed yeah, we're, we're on ghost dead. watch folks <laughs> casey's house might be haunted so we're if trying we, to figure if, out if we get definitive evidence we do have a video recording of this podcast with the we audience. argue it is haunted and you guys <laughs> just haven't taking, seen it yet it might be a special youtube uplink for this yeah for <laughs> eighth video ever a little investigation as we stare at casey's cup that we will periodically see his hand there is a floating pin and uh, a door with that might open with the light behind it that might turn off who knows one casey one cup that's right folks <laughs> oh. i wish i could get to my uh my, my old man but <laughs> i know i really wish i could listeners you might remember the old man puppet from episode seven but uh yeah, he might. He could return tonight if I could get up and get him. <laughs> Don't bring him back. No, he's done. He's out. He's <laughs> like, no more. No more, Mr. Puppet. One of us was enough. How, how was y'all's week? It was good. Good. Did you do anything fun? We, um, I got, I got to be honest, because you ask every week. Did you lose at trivia finally? We did. About but goddamn like, time. Look, I wanna I wanna say, first of all, good job off Gilter. You won. Second of all. Is the season over? No. <laughs> I mean, we're talking season. I'm not that worried about what we're saying here. No, I'm I'm kidding. I kid. Uh we are the villains of the show, my <laughs> team. <laughs> like the the host has even said so. <laughs> like we are the heels of this WrestleMania, you know what I mean? And so every so often, Casey, you can follow me on this journey. Every so often, 
the villain has to lose, right? The villain has to like give up a little ground, like, oh, you got me, you forced me out of this external tower I was in, blah, 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 whatever. Before the villain comes back in the end and smashes all and wins. I mean, that's the normal fairy tale. And he's trying to tell us that he by is smash, inevitable. Wait, by smash, are you talking like OnlyFan type of smashing or like pumpkin <laughs> kind? Like I'm talking not only OnlyFan, but Ooh. Hulk. Hulk Ooh. OnlyFan. Hulk smash OnlyFan smash. Hulk only fan smash. Imagine the Hulk fan smash. Only Hulk smash. Now that you have said that, you know that exists in the MCU somewhere. (laughs) Only Hulk smash. There is like a whole porn genre of superheroes. All right, hold on. That exists in our world, Casey, for Christ's sake. I know that's actually true. Fair enough. I know we have not done a top 10 in a little while, but I propose if we were to do another one anytime soon. Don't get me canceled. It would be top 10 superheroes who would have an OnlyFans account. Oh, oh God. God. We would... <laughs> monetize. Across, across DC, across Marvel, across oh, whatever Spawn was, all that shit. <laughs> well, you know, if we didn't want to get canceled, we would make it a very explicitly male-only Ooh. That way we wouldn't be accused of being sexist, but we would probably get accused of being gay. There would so. be lots of Mad Mickelson on this. Uh... <laughs> oh, yeah, you're right. That's a good point. I don't know. I mean, I think... Uh, oh, who is it? Now I'll leave it there. All right, so since Eric clearly <laughs> is on the porn tangent, John, how was your week? What'd you do this week? Uh, I got my COVID, uh, the new COVID vaccine, kind of... Uh, Punch me in the gut, but I feel like I'm bouncing back, and I I swear to I might have gotten an ear infection. I really hope not. Um, I'm pretty sure I blame my children if this happens to be a ear infection. So, thanks, well, kids. Sucks. Love you. That's how kids work. And of course, we we did get a new puppy uh, last weekend. So, how's it doing? Cassie's doing really good. She had to go to the vet because she had some kennel cough, but mm. we've got her on antibiotics now, and she's turning into a very sweet little girl. Kennel cough is common, from what I understand. I think we were yeah. worried about we worried about Teddy when we first got him. Yeah, no, we just we, she she obviously had something that was keeping her from eating and drinking enough, and so we got we took her to the vet last uh, back last Saturday, and so she's doing well now. So. Is she keeping you up at night? Is she howling or anything? No, actually, she's she has taken to going to bed and staying nice. all night pretty quickly. She's a good little girl. Does she hang out in the bedroom? Is she like a is she a local? We, dog? we we are keeping her unlimited. We're trying to keep her exposure to certain parts of the house at a minimum right now. That's smart until That's we smart. have her fully potty trained. And plus she hasn't had her second set of shots, so we can't let her go outside yet. Mm. So it's all indoor. But she already came to us pretty much crazy. Where's trained. she peeing? Where's she pooping? I mean, no, she's going outside pad. for that, right? We got we got a pad. No, no, she can't. Oh, oh we wow. got we got a pad. We got a we got a little a little area for her that she can where we keep her food bowl and we have a little pee pad there. Oh. And we let her in there when she needs to go. But she already came to us almost already kennel trained. I mean, so crate trained. I'm sorry. Nice. Um, How old is she? she? She's like she's actually, six months, two months? No, she is only about two months. She mm. actually has the exact same birth date as my daughter back in July. Just a few years ahead. Yes, exactly. <laughs> She'll catch up fast based on dog years. You know? <laughs> yeah. Awesome. I... That's great. That's great. Yeah, I... whatever, Casey. What do you want? I know. I, know. <laughs> um, I watched Bottoms again. Um, really? And, you really? Me too. You like oh, that wait. much? Which one? Yeah, it was really good. Eric, did you have you seen it? 
No, but oh. I think it's available on like Paramount or something like that now. Um, or like or um or peacock maybe one of the two it's it's good um watch it again um thoroughly enjoyed it and then i had one of those um proud parenting moments on saturday oh so we went apple picking um which i love to do and we're driving back to the house and we were just listening to some broadway music and defying gravity came on and fitz goes daddy it's elsa and I was like, yeah, no. And then I nice. thought for a second, I was like, oh, it is. It's a Tina of Menzel. <laughs> and I felt very proud that my child could pick out uh, a Tina Menzel's voice. That's the first time he'd ever voice. heard That's uh, Wicked. That's you mean Adele Dazeem's voice? Yes. Yes. That's good. That's good. I thought that's it was great. Good, good on him. So um yeah that's uh, that's been nice. We've been watching movies and catching up on some TV stuff while we've been unpacking and. My kids love when they catch a, a mix of a Star Wars character or an actor who's been in both Star Wars and Marvel movies. They really enjoy that. And okay, well, I would well, you find one. one who well, has well, it. Well, well, yeah, yeah but, like, but like, they, 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 they take quick notice of it. They're starting to recognize actors, not just characters. So I like that, that my kids are picking up that they're actors who play multiple roles. Yeah, but cha- you should challenge them to find one who's not in both. Well, they picked up Mad Mi- Mads Mikkelsen, which is not exactly the most like obvious choice. They recognized him from That's Doctor fair. Strange and from Rogue One. So, but yeah, have they fair. have they send um picked out Ben M- Mendelsohn? I mean, same. See, I had right? to point that point. one out to them, but they did not. It's been a while since they had seen Captain Marvel. They did not rewatch it with me, so ah. it would have been a while. Oh. The door's open, folks. Uh, on the video here, we I'm are scared. staring at an open door that just scared the snot out of Casey. And it's closing oh, back now. Oh, opening yep, back. There it goes. All right. Opening again. I guess, we're, folks, we're, sorry we interrupt here, but we've opening got a possible guys here. Breaking news. Casey has wet himself. Casey has wet himself. Hold on. He needs to get a change of pants. I was putting an apple peel in the bowl. <laughs> to be clear to our ghost-loving audience, oh my god, it's like flying open. Um, is there is there a window open in your house? As far as I know, there's not. Is there a door open in your house? <laughs> yes. Touche. <laughs> Touche, <laughs> good sir. <laughs> Did I already ask window? <laughs> All right, folks, we'll keep you updated on this as we proceed through the podcast. If you see, if you ever in the middle of listening to this podcast, hear Casey exclaim out loud, ah, and the sound of urination, that might be the door opening. <laughs> or it just might be Casey peeing himself. <laughs> That's possible. All legitimate <laughs> possibilities. You know, usually the two hour mark. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to um, point out in reference to the door opening up. Yes. We had in your hand. We had an email. <laughs> what? Yeah. Yeah. From uh, I'm I'm so sorry if I mispronounce your name. Uh Pratika? Pratika from Romania. Hey. She wrote in and I, I'm assuming she. I really apologize if I'm picking the wrong pronoun in today's day and age. Um, but uh, she wrote in um and she says, Hi, not funny guys. As you're at the end of the phase three of MCU, I was wondering, did the movies live up to your expectations? Generally speaking, at this point, yes. All right. 
Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Door. <laughs> um, to to that woman's woman question. Um, I would say they've exceeded my expectations at times. <laughs> um, to the point that I think everything that I thought was good remained good, but not everything I thought was bad remained bad. How about that? I mean, Thor 2 still, like, was boring. But it's pivotal. It is more pivotal. They tied it all together very well. They yeah, really did. Watching pivotal. it in quick succession makes me appreciate it more, no doubt. Hindsight, it works a lot. They did a really good job of tying everything together. I, I Unless you ask it... Casey about the timeline. Well, I mean, that's not good. We're going to discuss we'll the timeline in this episode. <laughs> that is for damn sure. Talk um, about it, Casey. Not not yet. I'm waiting. I'm going to hold off until we All get right. there. All right. But um, I will say it lived up to my expectations, um, considering my expectations were that was the door, um, very, very low. <laughs> very low. I'm going to go ahead and tell you, everybody, if you guys hear us start cracking up and making weird noises, <laughs> let's assume that it's Casey making faces because we can no longer see the door, but he can. And Eric it's like said you didn't want to see the door anymore. So I turned <laughs> we can face around. the door. I mean, Jesus is just like, I miss your face, Casey. <laughs> you scared face. I miss face. your face, too. <laughs> I miss your face, too. Ah! No, that was not the door. That was just me making up for what you missed a second ago. Yeah, very All right. Well. I, sometimes I'm mad. Sometimes I am. <laughs> All right. Well, I hope that answered your question, Kritika. And if you have any questions or comments you would like to um, ask, right? That it was not... a good question of hers, by the way. I thought that was cool. I mean, that was it was, a, it was smart. Uh, uh, by the well, way, before, well thought of. if you want to write in, you can also request to see the found footage of what happens later when we don't know what happened to Casey. Yeah. Figure it out. True. You want to help us solve that mystery? Oh, so true. Um, you can Worst write in escape at, room ever. <laughs> <laughs> you can write in at notfunnyguys.offthereels at gmail.com to find the footage if you ask very nicely to Dr. Evans. And um, just know that I actually died during COVID because I'm on the floor where I stayed during COVID. Oh, so this whole thing's a haunting. I realize this now. Good. It's it's a haunting. Um, I'm haunting you guys through Zoom. Okay. Makes That's sense. Fair. That's yep. fair. I shouldn't yeah. actually make a your a digital COVID life joke lives since on. I just had a relative diet coat. Yeah, it's all AI. Yeah, not part of the AI. WGA. We get it, Casey. You're no longer a real writer. I'm not a writer. <laughs> I, am I am the law. <laughs> I am the law. Can't wait till we watch that film. We're gonna do a comparison. Old Dread and we New should. Dread. We actually should. should. I actually like New Dread. New let's Dread. be honest. The new, new, Dread's Dread more, is... new Dread's technically more faithful, but let's not get distracted. Yeah. Well, New Dread is basically like, what is that movie? Oh, it was like Korean, I think, where they like went block by block up like an apartment building, level by level. And it was like until they got to the to the top, and it was oh, it came out in like 2012, yeah, 14. No, I don't and know. it feels like that. All right, you know I'll leave else, it there. You know, what, you know what else feels like that? Cut this. No one, no one needs to know. Do you know what else feels like that? Nineteen's Avengers Endgame <laughs> that you can watch on Disney Plus. It is a whopping three hours and one minute. 
not an origin story, but it's also an origin story, but it's not an origin story. It is directed by Anthony and Joe Russo, the Russo brothers. It is written by Christopher Marcus and Stephen McFeely, another Marcus McFeely joint. I think this is the third um, one that they've done together. They're hitting, um, they're hitting the, aces. They are. Um, I wish they would come back. Batting 100. Um, composer, it is Alvin Silvestri returning again, doing Which a is banger job. Very good, considering that he did the original, you know, he's the original Avenger, so that's great. And in, in the movie? Alvin he's the original. He's the composer. He's the original composer. He's the one who also did Avenger, the Avengers theme for the first movie. So, oh, nice. So ten years, ten years and on. Yeah. And did he do? Did he do the music for Avengers too? I believe. I he don't. Did. I don't remember. That's a good question. You ask. You ask, and I'm going to answer because I'm on his IMDb page, and it should be right next to each other. So one would hope. Okay. One second, 2014. Um, he did Infinity War. Which mm-hmm. we knew he, right. no, he did not do Age of Ultra. I had he a did feeling Avengers. he didn't. Uh, Makes sense. That movie was crap. <laughs> <laughs> he did some good movies in between, though. He did. Um, oh, it was probably because of Steven uh, Spielberg because of Ready Player One. Mm, makes he sense. did the music for Ready Player One. All right, now that the came cast... out around the same time as Ultron. Sorry, I'm I'm no, really derailing. That came. Uh, um, that Ready Player One came out the same year as Infinity War. All right, so the cast. There are 165 people in this cast. Well, everybody we've met so far. I will name them all A to Z, <laughs> and I'm going to give myself five seconds to do it. Are you ready? What? <laughs> Listen to two episodes ago. <laughs> exactly. Because <laughs> they're all in it. <laughs> Just go back and listen wait, to wait, episode wait, wait. 74. Plus. Pretty Larson, but that's about it. And Paul Rudd. Oh, technically, yes, Paul Rudd. I mean, there's others. I should name. Um, we yeah. should give her credit. Hold on. Let me give. I'm going to give one person credit. Come on now. On this. No, I want to give one person credit because they're never going to be seen again. Um, also, ah, here we um... go. Emma Furman. Emma Furman plays Cassie Lang. She's the second Cassie Lang. The She's older in one. this movie, and she one will and not. She yes. will not be back. Yes, true. So let's in give fairness. Her... The next Cassie's fucking awesome as Cassie. True, she is, but Cassie. this one made me cry. This one was very touching, though. I think she had a nice that scene, a very where... minor role. So yeah, that scene where me. she me, yeah, she did a that. lot with a little. She did a lot with a little. <laughs> Yeah, so we know the door. I'm carrying over here. Let's when the, when Casey freaks out, I'll step in here and just keep us rolling. She did a lot with a little. She kind of took a very small scene and did a lot with it. So we have to. Get, we should give her credit. That's right. Yeah. All right. So we finally <laughs> okay. have made it. We have finally made it to phase the end of phase three. At this point in time, where we are. I'm going to do the plot holes that this movie addresses. And then I'm going to tell you how many open plot holes we have for the MCU phase one, two, and three. So this one addressed it. What happened to those who um, to those who got dusted? Well, they're dead. Like right away. Yeah, just dead. No. Faint, yes, from Infinity War. What happened to them? At the end of Infinity War, when you were dusted, you he killed you. He killed half of the universe. They're all dead. You disappeared. 
to them. Yeah, I don't think they were dead. dead. Right now, they're dead. Yeah, they're dead. dead. For all intents and purposes. They do all right, all right, all right, all right. They come back. Um, did Thanos win? Yes, Thanos yep. won. Does Tony get off the planet? Yes, he gets off the planet. Um, what did Strange mean by is the only way? Well, there's only one way to win this thing. And Scott is stuck in the quantum realm from Ant-Man and Wasp. Yes, he was for five hours. As we'll come and, to find out. And then he gets out. Five uh, hours his different. time. Five hours his time. Yes, five hours his time. Now, I'm going to move my camera right because I can't use my mouse. <laughs> um, I want to tell you how many are left. How many unopened plot holes we have. This doesn't include this movie, by the way. So MCU phase one through three, there are 26 plot holes that have not been addressed. Can you pick some of the big ones? Yes, I can. Um, where did all the blood go from Incredible Hulk? Mm. <laughs> all right. That's a big one for me. Um, the Mandarin took Trevor. Yes. Yeah, from point. one of the yep. shorts. That's a good point. Yep. Uh which also Adam, means what's his name still locked up too, right? The yes. other guy who who did the comment on him. That would mean that he would be locked Sam, up. Sam, Sam, uh, what's his name? Sam Rockwell. Yeah, thank you. Who is addressed a lot, by the way, in um Iron Fist. Or not Iron Fist, I'm sorry, um Luke Cage. Because hmm. it's hammer tech that's on the streets. Everyone's trying oh. to get hammer tech. Adam Warlock, that's a big one. That comes up. Who bought Avengers Tower? It's never been addressed. Janet um, has powers now, apparently. Uh, oh, Ronan says he's coming back for the weapon, the woman. Right. Um, and from not this... quite the case, by the way, from what we saw. What do you mean? He didn't come back for the woman. He came back for the weapon. He came back for the stone. Well, no, he went to Marog for the stone. He hasn't come back to Earth yet. Touche. Um, and then from this movie, the two really big ones um, that I have on here is where did Loki go, which we will talk about and theorize. And um, Sam is the new cap? Question mark. So those are the two big ones from this one. All right. Now that so, okay, can I just say by the way? Yeah, I mean, I know okay. I'm jumping ahead a lot. No, here. go for it. Go for it. Go for it. Go for it. The Captain America scene at the very end, and yeah. when we get there, we'll get there. But it made so much more sense to me watching all the movies in such quick succession, like I did. Mm-hmm. Like the, you mean binging them, basically? I yeah. mean, yeah, but like closing the closing the loop for things like the dance, closing the loop for like the life that he had, like all of these things, like they were great in the first film, and yet it t- was touching then when I first saw it. But man, it was like it it hit home a little bit different this time. It was really I kind of applauded the filmmakers more than I did the first time and saying, like, well done. Way to way to re- recall the most important detail that I forgot. That's yeah. kind of my thought on it, I guess. Like like they did a great job ending the movie. Well, okay. I I know I'm really jumping ahead, but they did a great job leaving a lasting impression of a closed loop, right? And a, a final, a, a an inside joke completed. Well, I think 
what helps is the fact that with our watching, and I don't remember how many weeks it's been off the top of my head from when we started Iron Man mm-hmm. 1 um, to this point. I think it's been like 30-something weeks, right? No. 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 Sorry, that's no. the whole thing. Yeah. Um, anyway, however many weeks it's been <laughs> going through, it's all fresh in our mind because we've done it all this year, whereas before it was like 10 years mm-hmm. of movies. And so you may not go back and rewatch them all, all the time. I'm sure the first couple you did. No, I don't, yeah. But then after that, you probably didn't do a crazy-ass marathon like this because you didn't have a nut job who was like, hey, let's do a marathon. (laughs) I wasn't signed up for a podcast a couple years ago. Didn't even know what a podcast was. I I newfangled technology. I I honestly don't think I did when, when, when in... At least when Infinity Wars launched, maybe even Endgame, I don't think I understood the power of a podcast. I, I did at that point in time because I was already listening to Batman Beyond, and I remember Mark mm-hmm. Bernard did like the crazy sit your butt in the movie theater for all of it, and he's like, "I regret it." <laughs> <laughs> all right, John, are you wearing a glove? I am wearing typing mainly because my hands have been getting cold lately. Thank you. Okay. okay. I'm sorry. It just distracted me. All right. Arthritis. I'm sorry. Yeah. Can you take me off of the pen? Also, <laughs> We're just doing that for the you know, know. sake of catching that ghost. But I want to be able to see you guys as you talk. And you just okay, see me. On. And I'm seeing me. And it's hold awkward on. and it's weird. Yeah. Speaking right. of awkward and weird. So awkward? this movie starts off with this beautiful touching scene of Hawkeye teaching his daughter how to do archery. Can I just say real quick, I, I no. went back and researched. I know. I'm really sorry. In terms of the length of time it would take you to watch these movies in the same order that we did, it's been three months. Wow. All summer. We started this like mid, mid-June. mid My wife will be so happy when we are done. <laughs> did, did you tell her about season two? <laughs> <laughs> Yes, she knows what we are doing after (laughs) uh, we finish the MCU, and she's on board. She's on board. Ladies, all right. Sorry, sorry. That's all right. All right. So we open up beautiful, touching scene of Hawkeye teaching his daughter how to shoot an arrow. It's such a beautiful scene. It's so heartwarming, especially after what we've just seen in the other movies. (laughs) And you know, he's got it. I love. Also, I love the hey. What do you guys want in your hot dog? mustard or mayo and the daughter's response of like who puts mayo on a hot dog and then he's just like two mustards can we can we all acknowledge that that daughter actually said who the fuck puts mayo on a hot dog she does not say who the fuck that's what they she just cut the fuck out of it because it's disney she now was <laughs> no because the first fuck doesn't come until uh volume three I like some shit on my hot dog. Don't get me wrong. I get crazy with it. Fucking mayo? Get out of here. You're all mayo, aren't you? I'm wall <laughs> no. burger sauce now. I'll put, I'll put some coleslaw on my hot dog. DQ oh, it up. No. Let's do oh, this. No. Oh, yeah. DQ, baby. No, no, that was I'll, a Dairy Queen specialty in my, my childhood. I got me some wall burger sauce, and I've been like, like putting that shit on things. Oh, it's so good. Spicy cabbage, baby. Oh, what what is wrong with you? No, it's got to be <laughs> tomato with a pickle. And some mustard and onion. Oh. What are you in Chicago? Get the fuck out of here! <laughs> <laughs> and we've lost John. 
Just no. like Hawkeye. John would put ketchup on yeah. it, wouldn't you, John? I don't like hot dogs that much, so skip. Get the fuck out of here. No. It's the buns. He just likes the wiener in his mouth. He wants I just to said I don't lock. like the hot dog. <laughs> and now Eric is gone just like Hawkeye's family. And it's such a... It sets the tone for this movie of... This beautiful scene happening with family, and then you just have it all ripped away. It's so sad. Um, such a touching moment. It's the perfect way to begin this movie. I wrote sad way to start a film. It's, it's like, oh, by the way, did you forget? <laughs> They're all dead. <laughs> Blowing in the wind. Yeah, we know we, we had some lighthearted fare with an Ant-Man and Miss Marvel. Or Captain Marvel, Captain Marvel, whatever she's promoted to these days. Get the fuck back on board. We're killing people over here. That's right. And then we see Nebula playing. Um, what's that game called, John? That uh, it's it's paper football. It's a little oh, kick the field goal thing. Paper football with Tony, which is amazing. It's and amazing. I want to say this is this is where Nebula gets um, humanized for Guardians Three and yes, everything else, does. where she's a normal it human. It I think her. it's all Tony. It's all because really? he taught her football. I think I think he taught her to win, right? I think that's a very important scene where he, she's like, "You won." She's like, "I won." <laughs> like she that's doesn't true. understand what that means. She doesn't understand because, yeah, right. Her father has tortured oh, her. Yeah, she gosh. has never been enough in anyone's eyes, and just in that moment, Tony Stark said, "You are better than enough. You are the winner." Yeah. Mm-hmm. She would have fucked him on that plane. Oh, no. <laughs> Jesus, I I don't know how long was that flight. <laughs> <laughs> long enough they lose oxygen. Eventually, I mean, but she doesn't need. Did that. they lose oxygen because they they lost it pretty quickly <laughs> for a minute? <laughs> actually, I will say not just this. I do I do honestly think the Tony scene does help humanize her. Yes. but I think also losing the Guardians. Because that's when she lost family for the first time. That's where her and Rocket bond. True. Yeah. Yeah, don't they hold hands? That five years. That five yeah. years together. Yeah, they yeah. hold hands. They hold hands a little bit later, but yes. Um, oh. So at this point in time, it's one day left. Or sorry, sorry. They have one day of O2 left. One day left. And Tony makes his sad video, and then he falls asleep, and Gamora picks him, or sorry, Nebula picks him up and puts him in the chair, gropes mm-hmm. him a couple times. Uh, no, Lord Bobertson. <laughs> oh, <laughs> she didn't know that the helmet was recording it all. Oh no! Uh, Night vision. She, she leaves, and then they run into like a sun. All of a sudden, like how this star getting? Fr- oh wait, it's right. Captain oh. Marvel. Oh, thank God, Captain Marvel, Superman or Superwoman of yeah, the MCU. Very true. Um, it's a cool little. It's a little cool bit, but. What are the odds like she would just happen to run into them? I think she picked the up galaxy's the galaxy's huge. No, remember this this requires no. that of we, his helmet. No, this no. requires that we have some idea that she was out there looking for them. Agreed. So totally. No, because she hasn't gone to Earth yet. Yes, yeah, she has. This is yeah. post. This is post no. the signal. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think went... I think this is her on her way to Earth because no, no, when no, she no, showed no. No, it's not because when she shows up 
at the end of Captain Marvel, whichever one it was at the end credit. Right, I know. There's the tag right. with it. But she, I thought the, the tag, tag she was... shows up, the power's out, and she says, where's Fury? She did not deliver Tony Stark to them. She came with a question because that's when she showed up the first time. They obviously appraised her, and she went out looking for survivors. I'm team drum on, on this one. I agree with that. I took it as this contradicts the tag. No. no. I don't no. think it does. No, they've worked this hard and they're going to yeah, contradict no, their most no. recent tag. Oh, so they're not going to contradict things? Like, I don't know, the timeline? Yeah, but hey, their like, most keep your fallacious arguments tag. to yourselves and let's move forward here. Okay, I think the most logical progression here is that there is the tag, the beacon goes out, she shows up, says where's Fury, they give her the appraisal, she is sent out to find survivors they by that point remember pepper potts is there so she would have had some information about tony's leaving on that ship also wong's still around right so yeah no plus yes he is thanos thanos oh you're right you're right thanos brought a moon down onto that planet there was plenty of activity in the area for a spike to occur that someone could have picked up on I'm, I'm gonna saying, allow it in t- for timing, but I still think they contradict themselves. If she if she was given her, if she was given basic he information about Thanos and that thing, she could have asked around, probably found out about Titan and headed that direction. Right. Fuck around, I'll, find I'll out. Allow. I'll allow. <laughs> so then we get to uh, the van stuck in a warehouse. This is one of my favorite, like yeah. tiniest little. No, we haven't even scene. gone after that. We haven't gone after Thanos yet. What are you talking about? You're jumping way ahead here. Touche, touche. Back up. We I, have to go try and kill Thanos and before we jump ahead five years. We haven't jumped five years yet. If she took them back to Earth, no, it has returns to... Tony, that's not five years yet. Tony gives up. He oh, I'm sorry. Cat. I'm yeah. sorry. I, my note was confusing because I wrote okay. this. Um, this makes the I wrote tag of Ant-Man. That should have been tag okay. of Captain Marvel. Sorry. So, sausage lady, so, yes. gentlemen. Yeah, sausage. This is not so, sausage right. lady, but no, no. So this Tony, is what, this yeah, is what we're so here. Tony, Tony gets back and he's he's, he's dehydrated he is, as fuck. Yeah, he's like and he's he malnutrition, the whole thing. And not he's handling cat. this well. We're he's starting not, to yeah, well, we're starting to see the different levels of um depression and coping and loss in this because he oh, handles it way different. From he's got massive PTSD, PTSD that's going on with him, and it yeah. all is triggering his response to Captain America because yeah. it takes him all the way back to Civil War and the thoughts yeah. that Cap betrayed him. Yeah, and so he still goes and, and retreats and to that takes trauma. it back and takes him back to Age of Ultron too. Yes, he references the suit of armor, the dream he had. Yeah, the suit of armor, which in many ways he's had. The in world his mind, I think, since Avengers, to be quite honest, I think what Wanda drew out of him in Age of Ultron was very specifically like the terrorizing fear he had left over from the trauma he had after yeah. Avengers one. And so yeah. he's never truly processed through all of it. And it's recurring. And so he gets mad at Cap and then he gives him his nanotech thing and says, you put this on, you run, you hide. He is just out of it. He is scared. He mm-hmm. is beyond. He is not in a very good place at all. So they put him under. And then they're like, okay, we have to we have to go after this. And of course, what does Captain America want to do but go solo? Yeah. And they're like, okay, we're gonna do this a team. So we all load up, and then it's <laughs> well, like, no, it's not Captain America, Captain Marvel. Who's here? Yeah, sorry, well, Cap, she's like, who raised your hand? Have you been in the space before? And then Rocket's telling about not throwing up in his ship. <laughs> well, but before, but well, before that, she gives them she gives them the whole plot for this movie. She gives mm-hmm. them the idea. 
let's just get the stones back and bring yeah. everyone back. If it, she's the one who comes up with that idea. And then, of course, Cap gets on board with her. Captain America gets on board with yeah. her. And then Thor kind of like does her the masculine size her up. And then, like, I like her. And we chauvinistic, see, but you know, no. There's a little moment in this before they go off into space, or they might actually be, they might be on the ship. Cat pulls out the compass and we see the picture of Peggy that will come back. Mm -hmm. Um, That this is a great little foreshadow of what's coming. But that's also a great foreshadowing of the fact that, you know, he's, this isn't what they're doing here is trying to honor those they've lost and they have a chance to get them back. And so that's a reminder of like cap carries that out as a reminder of what he he left behind through his sacrifice and he's thinking to himself now i actually have an opportunity to make amends and like maybe undo this yeah and of course then they start trying to track things down and they find out that there was another type of energy signature another gamma energy burst and of course then nebula tells them about as uh war machine puts it uh banos's retirement plan yeah and he picks a beautiful place to retire. I mean, it is a beautiful planet. It's a beautiful little house. And I mean, the gauntlet's all fucked I'd up. retire Well, there. but yeah. I think they do a great job. They hide that pretty darn well from you. They don't let you see that the stones are gone. Like, yeah. one of the things I have to say that's very clever about this movie Endgame, and this is not the first or the last time they'll do this, they do it definitely twice, is about you see the gauntlet, but do you see the stones? Yeah. Right. This comes back at the end. Yeah. The same kind of little parallelism is happening here because what you see him, you have the gauntlet, you never quite notice that. And what we find out when they attack him and they thoroughly kick his ass <laughs> that um, the the stones are gone. Yeah. Yeah. And he explains why. Which apparently Nebula, by the way, can we any of us trust Nebula? She's not only connected to an unsafe network, but she is recording. As yeah, we will find everything. out. As we I will mean... find out. Uh, no, I don't think we can trust Nebula from uh, like uh, in terms of like. Well, I tell Nebula my secret network. Well, I tell her my secret. No, no, she's like plugged up to like an unsecured Wi-Fi yeah, exactly. with hackers. Like, right. Oh, it's like Elon Musk designed her or something. <laughs> she's uh, she's plugged so, in the Starlink. I love when we get to the 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 um the retirement home and we start to see how messed up he is, and then he, all of a sudden here comes Captain Marvel. Here comes everyone coming in to take him out. Mm-hmm. And Thor just like goes straight, cuts off his arm. And then this is where we see the stones are missing is yeah. shortly after that. Rocket rolls and, the gauntlet over and it's like, yeah. Mr. And then Thor is yep. just like, fuck it, I'm cutting your head off. Yeah. Basically, when he gives his little speech, Thor's like, nah, I went for the head. And he's like, he is, that's his trauma yep. from what he didn't do or was unable to do in the first film in Infinity mm-hmm. War. That's his trauma. The way that Tony's trauma has been this continually building that somehow he can't save the world. Thor's is this idea of this failure that was already hinted at before they left. Here he has a chance to think of redeem himself. It's interesting to see what both Iron Man and Thor do with this trauma in some ways afterwards. because And Black Widow has her trauma because she's going to start trying to um, keep the team together. Yeah, she becomes like a leader trying to hold everybody together. I would argue though that none of them solved their traumas. Cap comes really. the closest no, because yeah. he's at least close. in because he's at least in the support group. He's trying. He acknowledges his. He's, he's the trying. one who acknowledges. It. In a lot of ways, it's a weird sure. way. It made me think he's carrying on what Sam was doing. Yeah. In some ways, he's like he's taking a mantle from what Sam did in his kind of quote unquote retirement. I bet he's you sort it's of doing the, something similar. 
I bet you it's the same place. Mm-hmm. I bet you if we actually I, go, they look kind of imply it's, it's in New York City. They make the implication that it's New York and not oh, DC, but mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if those were also veterans. Yeah, because I think that's that's kind of like part of the you know Cap's mo. But I would also not be surprised if it wasn't. But of course, when we get that scene, not only do we get one of the Russo brothers, we also get Jim Starlin, creator mm-hmm. of Thanos. He's yeah. the ball guy. Yeah. So wait, one of the Russo brothers there? Yes, he's the guy yeah. talking about the date. He's the guy talking about the date. Same Russo brother, by the way, who mm-hmm. was the doctor and Winter yeah. Soldier. Yeah, they've been in doctor. all the ones they do. They put themselves mm-hmm. in. They yeah. did. They do a little bit of Alfred Hitchcock. They Hitchcock it up. Yes. Look at them. So now we jump forward five years and puts it roughly 2023. They don't actually say the date. By the way, did you notice something? The way they they talk about, they show you the five and then they pause. Yeah. Five what? Five days? Mm. Five what? Years? Yeah. I remember being in the audience going, oh, we're not playing around. Yeah. And this is the moment that the MCU jumps forward in time. So from here on out, it is always all ahead of us time-wise. It's yes. never in sync with us again. They are ahead of us, folks. In the future, yes. They are the future. Yes, they're trying to future-proof themselves. In the not-too-distant future. Exactly. In a galaxy far, far away. Mm-hmm. Nope, nope, just this one. We see... An, Calm down, uh, Tenet. We see a warehouse. <laughs> we see the van. Oh gosh. My favorite. So this is this is the weird happenstance stuff. Do you Chang Chang is the security guard? Come on. Right, but before we get to that, okay. Do you think when Doctor Strange was seeing the millions upon millions of iterations, it wasn't that he gives the stone that is what causes him them to win. It's the fact that a rat runs across that machine and activates it and gets um, Ant-Man out. I don't think that was actually in his equation. I think his equation was almost purely determined by the fact that Tony Stark had to live. But if the, if that rat did not do that, True. Ant-Man would not have come up with the crazy-ass idea that would lead them to the path. Well, he only comes think, with that crazy-ass idea because he comes out five years later, and for him it was only five hours. I know, I think, but... So. I think you're focusing on the end. Which is to no. I'm focusing on the fact that a rat just <laughs> happens what, to run across. Well, that's the... what I mean. The end result, right? Because if you zoom all the way back to Doctor Strange, he says like out of like what how, how however many million, yeah, right. Like four, so I think like it's four million, iterations. which means that there were realities that he saw, mm-hmm. options that he saw, if you will, where the rat ran and barely missed. I know. Buttons. That's what I'm saying. So He's not only did he see the, not only did he see that, but then he saw further down the line where there were millions of split ins from there, further down the line from there, millions of split ins, and so forth and so forth and so forth. And so he literally saw the perfect quote unquote timeline mm-hmm. to be TVA about it yeah. that like could have ever possibly existed to make this work, and that's what he played into. Very possibly. I agree. I, agree. The way I don't disagree. I don't disagree with you. So they then get the fuck up my shoulders. <laughs> so, well, I'm sorry. Ken can't do it. So Ken's not here. So I'm gonna do it. Ken, do the it. security guard. I I do like that little that little nod for him in there. Well, it's another it's another community. It's a, it's one of two community references in this film. So yeah. Russo Brothers, thanks guys. Yeah, appreciate I, it. 
I enjoy as Scott is walking home. It looks like The Walking Dead. And I like when he sees this, <laughs> the poster and he's like, kid, what's going on? And the look the kid gives him is just like a fuck you. Yeah. Fuck you, you old geezer boomer. Well, it's not just that. It's this kind of like, the fuck? Like, yeah. you don't know? Like, okay, whatever. And like, yeah. like this kid has only known this reality is kind of what it conveyed to me. Well, for too. five like, years like, of his formal years, he probably has. Well, what? Yeah. This kid's like maybe 15. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right? Which means, yeah, by the time he was old enough to fucking remember by the time he's 15. Yeah. Right? He's only remembering this kind of fucked up reality. Like, no, and know. not only that, in the past five years, he's lived through so much trauma that anything happy is gone from his memory. Right? I know. Because the, the, the woman from the magazine he used to find under the bed is gone now. Right? And that's <laughs> sad. That's sad. We've taken this to a different level. If anyone wondered where the DC universe played into all of this, uh, <laughs> this would Marvel be like if, if Zack Snyder did the Marvel verse? Oh, this geez, would be don't. that world. No, I like that Scott goes to the memorial and it's for the vanished. <laughs> yeah, um, and then looking he sees for Cassie, own, looking for finds... Cassie, but sees himself. Yeah, and then runs home to find her, and when she sees him. And they reunite. I legit was crying because yeah, it's like such I... a touching moment. Because you built they for two movies, they have mm-hmm. built up that his all his motivation is his yeah. daughter. That's all he cares about. It's the focal point of his existence. Mm-hmm. And we we get to see them reunited. And he's I, missed five years. I have a heart of stone because I did not cry. <laughs> like, yeah, it makes sense. Your heart of stone. <laughs> Like that's how I thought about it. I was like, yeah, of course. Like that makes sense. Come on. Yeah, yeah. But so we get back to Avengers campus. This is where we see now Black Widow is leading the team. And I just have to say, what the fuck is up with Carol's hair? (laughs) She got cut. Of course, Rocket had to comment on that. I know. Because Zero is like, what the fuck's up with that hair? Um, I love that aerodynamic. Yeah. I love that after that little scene, Scott shows up, and it's it's Widow well, Cap gets and there, Cap and they're talking. doing the they're doing the little back and forth, you know, old friends who are still together. Yeah. You know what they are? They're the lighthouse keepers, keeping the light on. Yeah, I mean that's what Nat is, and Cap's like the guy who comes by every once in a while just to check on her, mm-hmm. you know. But Nat's literally keeping the lighthouse on. Yeah, in a lot of but ways. I love that during that scene. That's when Ant Man shows up. It's like hi. Hi, Cap's like, wait a minute, is is this old footage? No, this this is live. This is the gate. What? And then he goes <laughs> yeah. in there, and then we find out that he wasn't gone for five years. He yes. was gone for five hours, which means he was gone for five years. Oh shit. So that's where he gets the realization that something is different. Yes. Being in the quantum realm when it comes to the passage of time. And that's what puts the kernel, the idea that everything then rolls from here. Yes. But and- I and okay. then he comes up with this crazy ass idea to make a time. It sounds like you want to make a time machine. No. Yes. Is um, anybody eating that sandwich? Yeah. I, I love when he's like trying to explain the rules to Tony and Tony's like, I'm sorry. Are you trying to say that the rules of this are based on back to the future? No. Okay, well, good. Cause you were going to be crazy. <laughs> well, I do like, I do appreciate the fact that 
they're like, okay, who do we speak to about this? And the first person they go to is Tony. Yeah, which makes who sense. obviously we now get to see what his five years have been like. Yeah, he and Pepper have settled down in a mm-hmm. cage. He looks like he's enjoying in his the, retirement. In a cabin where Mid- Midwest, Northeast? Somewhere. No, I think they're somewhere in the Northeast. I don't think they left the Northeast to be quite. I honest. know you can rent it now, though. It's really? a um, place you can rent. Really? Yeah. Cool. But live stream, <laughs> folks, on our Patreon, pay for us to go to this place. <laughs> So, of course, this is where they get into a whole back and forth, and it's obvious that there's still some unresolved tension between them, but it looks like the fact that he's had a kid mm-hmm. has obviously altered some of Tony's perceptions. Yeah, which was hinted in the last movie, because when we see him and Pepper in the park, yes, he's like, I had a dream. Um, we had a kid named Morgan. Mm-hmm. Named after your eccentric uncle. Yeah, wow. and so now we see his daughter, Morgan. Yes. Which was a nice little touch. That was a nice touch. And of course, she has found uh, mommy's armor. Yes. <laughs> and then, of course, the thing was, what is it? He, he he tries to basically give them that I can't help you. He has too much at stake now. He's put his yeah. investment in his current situation. Yeah. He's not willing to risk it. He's obviously come to value the fact that his family is important. Mm-hmm. And at this point, his journey has yet to be completed because he has yet to realize that everybody else wasn't as fortunate as him. I think that's something Pepper reminds him of in some ways when he does figure out the probability of them actually being able to pull it off. But of Mm -hmm. course, because Tony won't help them, they have to go looking for somebody else, which brings us to... Well, Tony Tony doesn't want to help them with a time heist. Heist. Yes. So they go to the big brain. The next biggest brain. brain. And it happens to be Hulk. Smart Hulk. Banner and Hulk are now one and the same, which Marvel's now created a problem for themselves because now you have Smart Hulk. What do you do with Hulk? Well, later on. Well, let's see. Hopefully, they're going to resolve this problem. But well, I think it was. Can, a, I think it was, a, it was an them. inevitable move. They kind of set this up with what happened in Infinity Wars. They this did. makes they a did. lot of logical sense that he obviously has to somehow reconcile, especially yeah. what happened within Thor Ragnarok and Infinity War. It's obviously that there is become an unstable connection between him and Hulk. Right. So he resolves it in a sense. But, no, and, I, and I agree that it makes sense what they did. It's just to use Hulk as that that wild card I'm sure is now stay. gone. And the, I'm sure that also, they could always be undone. <laughs> but there's proof that they can be split too, right? In Endgame. And with um with the the grand with Tilda Swinton's character, what's her name? Well she well oh. she split his consciousness she split his yeah. astral form from his physical form and his astral yeah. form is still bruce yeah yeah but i mean to me that signifies that there are two separate parts still well i think he is he blended them but i don't think they right. will not Which be unseparated you're right they can at be some re- level they can be, they can be right they can be reduced okay. down you, you got you got a point and then of course um, they tried to then pull off this thing without apparently a gps <laughs> oh, wait, when, he, when they do, yeah, the, when they uh, do that, when they when they push time through Scott. Well, I love, I love right before <laughs> they do it, and Banner's like, okay, uh, yeah, good, uh, good luck. Like, what, what? There's, something can happen. No, 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 no. You're fine. Oh you're no, fine. he's totally BSing his way through this whole thing. No, oh, yeah, yeah. He has no idea what he's doing. He's like, yeah. I also this is love not that, like, one of my PhDs. I also <laughs> love that Bruce Banner's like at the moment when he goes back in time, he's like. Ah, Hulk smash. Hulk, Hulk smash. Oh, yeah, that comes Beatles. later, but I love the fact that he's well, like, but time we, travel. Yeah. But we do skip, but we skip the small oh, things. Sorry. Right before this, Um, Tony cracks time travel. 
because that yes. happens right yes. before this. Tony cracks it, um, and Pepper is just like, I can't change you, and I know that you're yeah. just going to... She so, understands him. She gets it. I want to throw this out before we get to what we were just talking about. Do you think his cracking time travel, his bracelet that he creates, I think that's going to be a major plot point in a couple of movies from now? Because I bet that's the tech that is going to be the foundation of what Kang uses. Could be. I think time it's the is foundation not linear. of how he travels through time. Yeah, time is not linear. Remember that Kang, we also remember, we haven't introduced Kang, folks. I know we, we haven't will, introduced but, him yet. But well, hold he on. is a being from the future. He's not from the past. That, so, hold on, but hold that's what I'm saying. Yeah, you're right. That's why oh, I'm wondering right. if this oh, becomes hold. Tony's fault. If at the end of the day, not only did Tony create Ultron, Tony created Kang through it's many Tony's generations. Fault. It's of... all Tony's fault. This is... Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. What if it's Morgan's son? Wait, wait, all right. Spoiler alert, everyone. Spoiler alert, Sorry, just, right. just ahead of time. That said, explain this out for me. I don't understand how how this can turn into Kang. Kang is okay. from the future, and Kang can manipulate time and go through time. Okay. Tony cracks time travel and creates sure. the thing that allows them to go into the quantum verse and pop out in different times. I.e. time travel. Right. 2023, he creates that. Kang is from the far future. That means century. that tech from 2023 will still That's exist existing. there. Okay. What if it's been built up on that? Tony creates the foundation uh, that will become Kang. And he Kang the, has 8.0 or whatever. Yeah, he, yeah. he is he iPhone is the, 13. Look, look yeah. <laughs> we have to accept that Tony is the founder, the true yeah. founder. And that's what I'm wondering. They'd be really cool if they have a way to like tie They that should tie in. that in. I think that would be fitting. It would be a really fun. Um, it would be actually could more. It would be a Loki season. It two. would be more jacked up if we find out that Kang is actually a descendant of Tony, not a descendant of Reed Richards. Which, which is what they are in the comic book. So that would be a. Yeah. But we have not. It's not the first time we've done that. We took Ultron and made it Tony's and not Pym. So exactly. It so that's be why outside I'm the bounds. Yeah, it would be outside yeah. the bounds for Marvel to do that in this thing. So since we seem to be channeling a lot of things through Tony Stark. Yeah. So I, okay. I could definitely see that. I definitely see that. Where you going with that? So now we, we jump back to the time travel, pushing time through. And I just love when he goes through, he comes back, he's brought back as a kid. All right, let's fix it. Now he's an old man. Boom. Now he's a baby. Yeah. Now he's back as himself. And, and just course, the whole line of like, I think someone peed in my suit. I pissed myself. <laughs> I don't know if it was my older version and my younger version. Maybe both. What's <laughs> funny is that he's aware that yeah. he did that. Yeah. Because remember, I just want to say what Tony says, you pushed time through him. Yeah. In a sense. So he literally his consciousness got into an older body, a younger body. It was always mm -hmm. him. Yeah. But it was just, just the body itself was the only thing that was actually altering in time. Yeah. And then Tony. Sorry, go ahead. Eric. No, I was just going to say, and, and to be clear, like he's. He's like, you know, he's time traveling. Mm -hmm. Right. And so obviously he's he's kind of changing his mind and stuff like that and, and kind of seeing a different world at the same time and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. He's seeing different things as he's being pushed through time. Or time yeah, yeah. pushed through him. And then Hulk. Yeah, I totally forgot what I was saying. Time travel. Yeah. All right. So Tony um Cap goes outside, Tony shows up, it's like, hey. I created this thing that's going to create King in the future, but you don't know it yet, but it's coming, don't you worry. <laughs> Here it is. Also, I fixed your shield. Here's a brand new shield. Well, it was 
he didn't really have to fix that one too much. I know, but he says he he's like, I made you a new shield. No, it's the same one he left. He gave it to him at the end of Civil War. I thought he says I made you a new shield. No, he said I brought I gave you gotta take this. Don't lose it next time. I can't keep this around before Morgan takes it sledding. It's I know, but I know that the that Morgan, been, I just thought like, he had said, I made you a new one. No, it was, he's like, this is yours. He basically well, is like returning it to him. Well, your logic so, makes more sense. So yeah. now we're like, we got to, oh, no, before we get to, we got to make a team. I love when everything's happening. Oh, no, it is the team first. All right. My notes are out of order. Sorry. Um, we got to get the team. And then we start off with bringing everyone together. We see Rocket and Nebula um, start to land, and I like when Nebula There's an idiot sees... in the landing zone. Watch out, yeah. Brody! <laughs> it's my favorite. I love that line. And then Hulk just comes up and gives him the tacos, and, and then, and then he, like... they're off to go get Thor. Yeah, they're going off. To... Rocket and um, Hulk are off to get Thor. Where we find new Asgard. Valkyrie is now a fisherman, and Thor is now the dude. You're on me. Thor Thor is the dude. I love I love dude. the dude Thor. Like, did we touch on that by the way? Like when we go to like new Asgard. We're touching on, that's what I just said. Oh, I thought we, we just, were ahead a little bit. Sorry. No, 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 no. This is they go to New Asgard and we I've find out drinking. Valkyrie's the fisherman. I've been and then, <laughs> and, then, and then Fat Thor. And yeah, then Meek is sitting there Thor. with um with uh with Korg. Korg. And I love when Korg's like Korg and hey, who? Who who's the other one? Meek. What's Meek, what is yeah. that? Like, well, how do I forget him? Because he's the little bug creature. He I mean, pops I, up every I know, now. but like, was he in? Well, he was obviously he's in was in... makes sense. Go on. All right, uh, we get to see them, and I love when Korg is like, "Oh, this guy's he's um, he's bothering me again." <laughs> and Thor's like, "Give me the headset." <laughs> I will come like, down there, kick your ass. I was like that Krug's gonna like stand up and like kick his ass, like when like Thor's being threatened just in normal world. Like Krug's like, yeah. I got your back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Even though like Krug knows he's wrong, you know. But when he's on the PSN, mm-hmm. Korg needs Thor. Korg. Yeah. Or maybe Korg just does that because Thor just needs he needs something to do. He needs Korg's uh, like a dog, man. I mean, I don't know. That could be really rude. I don't mean that like that. But like, I mean, Korg's like, he's very beta, right? In the sense that he wants to please Thor. Mm-hmm. And so like, he's always kind of like, okay, I'll help you, Thor. I'll help you, mate. And so he's always got Thor's back. He's always helping Thor. He's always yeah. supporting Thor. He's always boosting Thor's image and ego. Thor's doing great, you know? We jump over to Tokyo. We get Ronin. Yep. Now it's worth um, mentioning going back that in that meeting where Nat was keeping the lighthouse on, she did ask Rhodey to look into what was going on. Yes, she does. She she was suspected. Yeah. That, you know, it was we. They obviously knew this is hot. They know this is Hawkeye. Yeah. Yeah. They know this is him, and she's finally realizing that she did hasn't done enough. What gave it away? How did how did they? I know? think they kind of. I think his mo. I think he had an mo about who he was killing and why and how. I think there was something yeah. that obviously Nat realized that that was him because he obviously was not targeting indiscriminately. He's obviously seeking out bad guys because he has turned himself into a Punisher like character, really, because he's going after people who are bad people who survived, 
who he is now playing judge and jury and saying, you don't deserve this. It's been a long, it's been a long time since what city was it? Belarus or Beirut? Bucharest. Bucharest. Thank you. Yeah. If, if Hawkeye would have just had a Netflix subscription, he could have watched Punisher and seen that this (laughs) won't end well. well. Yeah. But he would have been like, damn, that's a good hallway fight. It would. (laughs) Um, I love that. When they're testing out the machine, like, oh, are we only got enough stuff to test this twice? Trap. We only got enough to test this once. Yeah, and Hawkeye goes good. back in time to test it, and he goes back and sees his kids. And he goes back yeah. to try to grab something. Yeah, they have to test the back. theory that he can bring something back. But they remember, this is also where they start blowing all the battleship-sized holes into how and what kind of time travel they're dealing with. Because <laughs> one of the things yeah. that most of the people, because what they're assuming and what the you know, like the 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 crease and everything is the idea of Back to the Future. What yeah. they're thinking about is a dynamic timeline theory, where that's what Scott thinks it is. That somehow well, they you can go back and you can alter things, but you have to be careful not to alter things in a way that undoes the pat undoes the present. However, the Marvel universe doesn't operate in the dynamic timeline, dynamic idea of time. They are it operates in a multi spaghetti. Well, they operate in the multiverse version. Which basically means that this is why later on, spoiler, when we see Nebula kill herself, it yeah. has no effect. Yeah. Because that is the past, not the future. And the Because it's a bowl of spaghetti. Okay. There Eric knows what I'm talking about. Fair enough. You're on mute. Ha ha. Uh, I'm not. My, my thing has a ring around it as if I'm talking the whole time, so it's tricking me. No, I, I do not <laughs> want to know what you're talking about. Sorry. The Flash. Haven't you seen Flash? Which one? The new the one. movie? Yeah. Yeah. Michael Keaton's bowl of spaghetti. That's the same thing that the Marvel Universe is operating on. Except DC did it for twice as bad and not as successful. Yeah, I, I guess it's a testament to how bad the movie was that I can't even remember yeah. the Michael Keaton scene. <laughs> Sorry, Michael. We like I love you, apologize. Michael. Yeah, Come on the pod anytime. We love you, Michael, but we, we're, we're sorry. You can, you can, I will gladly let you insult me to my face. <laughs> I, I I'll love, pay to see that. I, I'll pay to see that. I'll give it for free. All right. I'll allow it. We could have put it on Patreon, but that's fine. Yeah. I, um, I, I mean, I'll do it for 10000 on Patreon. <laughs> I, I love that when Hulk is like, all right, well, when, or they're having the argument with him about time travel rules. And he's like, but there's what like Back to the Future doesn't count. Like, but it's in all the movies. We'll name them, and they just start naming the time travel movies. All the ones Hot that tub to time dy- machine. Yeah, they're, they're naming all the ones that are <laughs> to a dynamic time. timeline theory. But they have a not, wrinkle in time. They're not doing a dynamic timeline. Why can't we just go back and kill baby Thanos, dude? Yeah, I know. Brody's whole little like round the neck. It's like ah, <laughs> all right. Spoiler, but is he scroll right now? What do you think? I do not think he's scroll now. I don't either. I think that comes later. I, I, I think it does. I think it okay. does too. We'll get uh, around to that speculation at a later time. So we'll as I back. think we'll I, I think there's another incident where he he goes in the hospital or something. Well, I think we'll come back to that when that becomes a more relevant topic. I think for now we should move on because now <laughs> they've got um, now they've got to decide. So so he goes back. So and so when they're talking about the plan, my note that I wrote is Scott is loving the fuck out of this. If you just watch his face during all the meeting sessions, he is just 
loving it. When Hulk is going through his whole crazy ass story, Scott's just like, oh, like eating popcorn, like taking he's notes. The, yeah, he's the guy who gets to be in the room where it happens. That's what it is. I know. And that's mm-hmm. all he's ever wanted when since he became a superhero yep. was to be the guy in the room where it happens. And look, he's writing that's his where book. He got, yeah, no, he got dissed. Why he got dissed on? Remember in Civil yeah. War mm-hmm. and the whole thing when Tony says, I don't know who you are. You know, this is his chance to kind of, yeah, now you do know who I am. I'm and important, course, motherfucker. Le- <laughs> and it's so important that people even got mad about a theory that I'm going to kill Thanos Ooh. by going up his butt. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> all right. So we decided to do awesome. this. We do that. Have, cool... have been an Amazon Prime video moment. Oh my God, are you kidding me? People would have, people were so mad thinking that that was real. That's <laughs> so mad. That's so I mean, get... but, but my problem here's one quick note this it. isn't the boys, so don't it's worry. It's not the boys. <laughs> yeah. uh, so we get the cool montage scene of them going to the machine, using the pin particles, going down, and they land. And we cut to New York City. 2012 the incident yep but the battle of the incident should have happened in 2010 (laughs) because of what of all the other pieces that have happened welcome everybody to where casey loses his mind we get references to all the different years thor is in 2009 nick fury says that the thor destroyer incident happened last year right avengers 2010 this is the one of they've already done it technically with homecoming, but in this movie, they are starting to shift things around. They're starting to try to define the new timeline. So 2012 is the Battle of New York now, not 2010, which fucks up everything else. But <laughs> anyway, Banner Hulk, Eric, go. What? Oh. What are I gonna? Rawr. 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 Oh, Go. Like Hulk, Hulk smash. Rawr. You know, he's Hulk like, oh. oh, this is so embarrassing. Oh, oh my God. gratuitous. That's a good one. This is gratuitous. Then we cut to 2017. And because the ancient one confirms that it's 2017. Yeah. 2017. She um, says that. Uh, no, sorry. When talking about no, sorry. She confirms that Doctor Strange is in 2017 because when Banner goes to see her, it's like I thought Doctor Strange would have it. He's still, um, he's still a doctor. She she makes a reference that confirms she's 2017. aware of time flow the yes. way they are. Yeah. yeah. So she so knows puts, she knows what they're doing. She knows what they're messing around with. Yeah. Which that then contradicts itself because Doctor Strange should be 2016 because they say it's been a couple of years after 2014 that the x-ray comes in so it shifts dr strange a year but not the end of the world that dr strange could have been christmas um then we skip to asgard and it says it's 2013 which would be thor the dark world Mm -hmm. which thor the dark world should have really been in 2011 (laughs) based on where things are happening um, but we get Thor and Rocket are, on that. Those of you only listening, watching I Casey's ha- like frustration here. If you can't hear it, he's just like <laughs> to strangle people. I have an Excel sheet. <laughs> I have an Excel sheet where I'm tracking the timeline. And yes, we know. Just, <laughs> he's struggling, uh, folks. Me. It's falling apart. 
So Thor and Rocky, I knew it was going to break. I knew it wasn't going to be a, a proper time. I actually did this as a, I just want to see how bad it's going to get. Because I knew they contradicted themselves. Are you are you recording the contradictions? I have, have an Excel all, sheet, yeah, Eric. He is now. <laughs> no, he's no, been recording already, this whole time. The whole time. I've got the spreadsheet. I've right. had every time a new time um, year gets put on, I put it on the spreadsheet. So now there's two different ones for Avengers. There's the 2012 um, one and now the 2014 one. Do you think it's different threads or, in the timeline? It could technically be. Just happened at different years? Maybe. But you know what didn't happen in different years? Thor and Rocket on an adventure to Asgard to get the ether Because they're making... This is Kevin Feige going, you don't like Thor the Dark World. We're gonna make Thor the Dark World extremely pivotal. <laughs> <laughs> it's their chance. Look, it's really their chance to retcon everything they've ever wanted to retcon. Yeah, yeah. It's literally a, a way of them needing to undo all their old mistakes mm-hmm. in a way. And I, I look mean, forward they, to them not, doing it's it. Not, again. It's not like uh, not. It's brilliant. You say that in a way that makes me think every everyone will do that soon in the future. Maybe I'm you retconning. See? I'm retconning things now. DC is just pushing the reboot button. Right. <laughs> All right. So we, can, so we skip over to uh, Morag 2014, which is when Guardians was. And that actually lines up. They did not alter the date of Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, and it's 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 cool to see that where they're going, how they're setting that up so that they can be launched to there, then have Black Widow and Hawkeye take the ship off to do another mission and they get everything moving around all right so now we go back to um to new york and we get such a beautiful scene and another callback because we're going to get ant-man flick like a paper football i love how like tony is watching himself and, and he sees cap and he's like it is cap. it's like that suit doesn't do well it's not america's ass or whatever he says um that's and America's then... ass. <laughs> that did no no favor. It's Iron Man who leads it by saying that suit did not do you any favors. Right. And and Iron Man who corrects everything. him by saying, as far as I'm aware, that's America's, America's ass. ass. <laughs> and then the little salute he gives. So great. yes, uh, everything starts to go haywire. They've got their plan. They're going to get the tesseract. That's going down one elevator. Cap's going somewhere else. And I love when they go, he steps into the elevator. Oh, Even though it's not the same elevator. Yes. But it's the same group of people, except for one new person in there. Mm-hmm. And I love Sitwell. him. Sitwell's in there this time. Yeah, Sitwell's in there. And he sets up and everyone's starting to reach for their guns. You see it all starting to happen. And it's like, it's like I got orders to take it. No, you don't. I do. I got orders to take it. <laughs> just, just a great thing and then he gets out and he's like you're like oh this is going to be interesting like the, he didn't have to fight for anything he just got it and he walks away mm-hmm. so when we cut back downstairs and they're about to get away with tesseract well he does remember he has does have to he does encounter himself well that happens after though because he does okay because they the, about they skip to the tesseract so it leads to like caps going away or making it out they get to the Tesseract. Everything's going according to plan. Hawkeye, or sorry, um, Ant-Man pulled the thing in my chest, drops down, kicks it. Loki watches it slide away. 
Mm-hmm. Tony picks it up, starts to walk, and then boom, right through Hulkate stairs. <laughs> yeah. And then this is when it opens up and the Tesseract lands next to Loki and he grabs and now it. Now they've created a branching timeline. Yes. Yep. Which is interesting because we're not done with. <laughs> they did not only are we not done with it, but they never fixed that back. No. Mm-hmm. And so it's created its own problem, as the ancient one would po- like to point out. Do you think they thought by going backwards even before then, like all the way, as we'll talk about in just a second, going all the way backwards, that they would have prevented that from happening and therefore erased it from happening versus no, creating they, they, a they, branch? They no, they don't, I, because every time they go backwards, they don't undo new... this. Remember, they don't undo this one. They have to go get the Tesseract a second time. So yeah. they never undo this. They would have to, the only way to technically undo it is the TVA would have to grab the Tesseract, the exact Tesseract that was there, and take it back to that exact moment and put it back. But how does it get back there from them stealing it from the rest of the heist? It's a different Tesseract. Hmm. Yeah. All right. So this is where we do see Alexander Pierce. And my note is, did they just bring everyone back? Yeah, they did. Um, so then Loki goes, where'd he go? This is, John, where Cap fights Cap. And okay. I do appreciate that they have Cap with the helmet on, so they can have a stunt double in there. Yeah. <laughs> and have Cap versus Cap. I like that Cap Loki pokies himself. Yes. And then he looks at his own ass, and he's like, that is America's ass. I like how he uses his own, like, his own shortcomings and his own things that have messed him up to mess mm-hmm. up himself. Yeah, like good job, buddy. Um, we cut back to Bucky the ancient is one. Alive. Bucky's alive, Martha. Yeah. We cut to uh the ancient one telling, like, giving Bruce all the information he needs to know about branching timelines, and then he's like, "But Doctor Strange gave, like, gave it to Thanos, and she just stops her cold." It's like, wait a minute, what? Yeah. Such a great moment. Like that is a really one that's a real one. realization right there. I really like her as the ancient one. I know that's a controversial thing in today's society, but I like her as the ancient one. It's because she's just a great she's a great actress. Yeah. I mean, it's part of what it is. So Bruce gets that. Bruce. This is where we learned that Endgame is in nine years. So 2014 is where this was, jumps 2023. Because there's a line about in game being it's been nine years, nine years. No, it's been that's five years. Happen. It's like no, no, it's been five years since Infinity War. Here we go again. But there's there there's a line. I think it's the ancient one says it's been nine years. There's a line. Someone specifically says it's been nine years from 2014, which puts in game in 2023, which lines up with everything. Everything's lining up in that one. This is where they're solidifying the, Mar- the right, official Marvel right. timeline. I trusted, but I, I just thought, I didn't write down who said the line, but there's a line that says nine years from now. I'll allow it. Um, we got back to Thor. He is um, he's talked to his mom. We don't get to see how Rocket steals the ether out of Jane, which I would love to see that scene. Probably for the really best, w- you know, I'm just saying. want to know what he did. This is, especially uh, since Natalie Dorm Natalie Portman was not there. Yeah. This is this is this is unused footage. Yeah. So uh, it, probably why we didn't get to see that. Oh, 100 percent why we didn't see that. 
But I do like right before they leave, Thor like reaches out and Rocket's like, what's he doing? She's like, it takes a moment sometimes. <laughs> and then Mjolnir comes out. So now, I love that he steals a past Mjolnir. But here's even more important. This is, this is important for Thor and his his trauma to actually get to speak to his mother is the closest he yeah. is to a therapist. Yeah. yeah. So true. in a way, he's 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 healing. Yeah. He's finding a way to heal himself, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, in a way that, you know, that desperately needs to be quite honest. Yep. We so he brings Mjolnir, him and Rocket go back. Tony is talking with Ant Man and Hulk, and they're like, All right, we got we got an idea. No. I know we Hulk wasn't there. Oh, you're right, Hulk's not there. there. Talks yeah. to Ant Man. He's like, We got the Ant-Man idea. chewing him out. Yeah. Ant Man's like, yelling at him like he's got the upper hand. Yeah, it's like you're not gonna be able to do this. He's like, but I know what I know a time when the tesseract and pen particles are in the same well, he moment. He guesses, and then this is an important but moment. But he says for him. I know he goes, yes, I he, know. He knows it's in and around a day. He knows yeah. generally where and when. And I yeah. think this is also important because for him, this is important for him and Cap's relationship. Yes. They have mm-hmm. to put this back together somehow. Yeah, in order for anything to be successful, they have to, is, which is funny because the time travel thing for them is about healing mm-hmm. themselves. Well, this is the co-op mission, you know. Yeah, this exactly. Is, this is yeah. this we is connect. earning each other's respect. Yeah. So we go to Jersey, nineteen seventy. We get our Stan Lee cameo. Where all co-op missions happen, by the way. Yep, nineteen seventy. <laughs> also Jersey. No, I meant New Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> Stan yells out, "Make love, not war." We're at our military base. What we discover is the SSR base, mm-hmm. which is the same base that we see in Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, we get to see Tony. Uh, Tony gets to see his dad. Yeah, and I like again when he's. I like right before he gets down there, and you see um, Nicole Yvette Brown in the elevator, like eyeing second him. community reference. Yeah, I love that she's like I. She's eyeing Tony. Tony thinks she's eyeing Cap, that she might recognize Cap. So he steps forward. Really, she's just looking at his weird hippie beard. Yep. Mungo Jerry. Yeah, Mungo Jerry. Uh, Tony goes down to the um, to thing to get the test right, which he gets pretty quickly. Howard walks in, and Howard actually has a reference to Armin Zola. Yep. There's a quick mm-hmm. Zola reference. And then it's like, who are you? I'm Howard. Oh, that's easy to remember. I'm Howard too. What's your last name? Potts. Potts. So Howard Potts. Um, while they're having their conversation and bonding, we go over to Cap and we get to see the classic, true, iconic Ant-Man helmet. Yes. Real quick, does does Howard Potts have any reference to the comics at all? I don't think so. Okay. Um. We get to see a very young de-aged Hank Pym who gets very. out of the office so Cap can get the particles. This is like, interesting. Bring, it's it's deliver it's you know it's packaging, sir. It's like well bring isn't it supposed to do your job? Bring it up. It's leaking, sir. Yeah. <laughs> and you just see Hank bolt. It's like you didn't open it, did you? <laughs> yeah. It's, sir. Uh, nope, nope, no, sir, not really. Yes. When when we cut back to Howard, there's a line that he says. That um, these the flowers are from my wife. She's expect or no, she's mm-hmm. due any minute, a day, mm-hmm. or any day. So we are like right around the time of Tony's birth. So yeah, Tony's and it born talks about somewhere in nineteen seventy. Remember, he says right? how far along is she, and he goes 
so far like this uh, she can't stand my yeah. chewing yeah you know yeah they have their little body yeah they don't people. give a number do they <laughs> they don't but it at least lets you know that tony is basically born in 1970 yeah it's either 70 or 71 it can't it has to be one of the two probably 70 um we get to back to steve now and he's finding out that the authorities are looking for them inside the base. So he goes and hides. He picks her office and he sees himself to discover that it's Peggy's office. He reminded him much he loves her. Yep. He gets to see her just behind the glass and he can't touch her. And he gets out. And then it's we like get back. she's in a museum. Yeah. Then we go to Howard and Tony talking and we get to see Jarvis and it makes me so happy. Yeah, because we, we haven't seen him Jarvis. since Agent Carter, right? Yeah, right. that's a great which, Jarvis. Which is why I watched Agent Carter, because that hasn't been written out yet, and his character falls over. So, got to see my Jarvis. And, and he's a great Jarvis. Like, he is. He would be a great Alfred in a Batman, but they stole him for, for, uh, for Marvel first. Yeah. Although, James Gunn, you can take him. <laughs> you can borrow him. Um, I like the hug. When he gets, oh yeah, but you know what's great about that? That's the same level he had with Peter, yeah, homecoming. Mm -hmm. I'm down there, and there's gonna be another hug later, too. Yes, an actual one that someone wants. Yep, (laughs) Jesus, (laughs) I know we're so vicious, vicious here, aren't we? So we get to we're gonna jump to Vormir 2014. We get to see Red Skull again, and um. Hawkeye and Black Widow are going to learn that how they have to get the stone and choices have to be made. Yep. And it's sad. No, it is. It's so sad. Uh, But Hawkeye decides to jump off the cliff and he runs and jumps and he makes it until Black Widow stops him. Yep. And we have to watch Black Widow die. And this Spoiler alert. This confirms that he loved her. Yeah, no, I think that I think they cared like oh, yeah. they cared with each other on the, such a level that it was like beyond yeah. friendship. Oh, absolutely. it's obviously something like if their lives oh, had been family. differently. Yeah, yeah. he loves her yeah. like that's as close as it gets. Yeah, that's yeah. that's his sister. not being his wife. Yeah. And it's amazing, by the way, that his wife is totally on board with this relationship too. Apparently, obviously, <laughs> what's what's sad is we watch we watch his reaction as she dies. We have to see her body there. He wakes up. They go back to the present. And then everyone's there. And he's just falls down to his knees. And everyone like realizes, yeah, like, oh, this is what's happened. Yeah, that, that one hurt. Yeah. yeah. While all of this has gone on, we did not mention what was going on with Rhodey and Nebula. Rhodey gets the stone. I love watching them see Peter. And then, like he hits Peter upside well, the head yeah. and knocks Peter out, and then I love the fact that we saw him from a different point of view, right? Where we don't, where we see him singing and don't hear the music. Yes, but I love that when he gets knocked out and Rhodey's just like, "Really? This guy's an idiot." And she's like, "Yeah." <laughs> but then the bonding this, moment for them, you know. This is when Doll starts to go awry for Nebula because as they're getting ready to get yes. out. Thanos ends up intercept. But we find out that the network and Thanos gets her, and mm-hmm. 
bad things happen from there. Um, impersonations. Yeah. Doppelgangers. Doppelgangers. All right. So then we uh, we jump back. Now, if we got all the ga- we got all the stones. We're building a new gauntlet. And who wants to snap it? Thor. He wants to sacrifice his life yep. to do it. But Bruce is like, I got to do it. It's Gamma. I yeah. can totally snap this thing. And so while they're all arguing over that, Nebula is activating the time machine to bring Thanos in. Mm-hmm. We get the snap just around the same time as Nebula launching everyone in so they don't hear what happened. The phone rings, or they're wondering, did it work? The phone rings, mm-hmm. and Clint, it, um, it's Laura calling Clint, and then Thanos blows the fuck out of the compound, and we are in Act 3. Yep. And it's 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 a cool scene, like how it all happens. Like Ant-Man realizes it worked because he sees the birds back. Yes. Mm-hmm. Hawkeye's about to cry because his wife is calling him mm-hmm. and all of his trauma that he's had. The explosion happens. Everything starts to go awry. Everyone gets injured. This is where this is how I think that the scrolls haven't taken him. By the way, Eric mm-hmm. is when um, they get locked down or they get knocked down and um, rockets pinned down, and Hawkeye's like um, canopy, canopy, canopy. Yeah, his exit. It's a safe and he word. gets out and he has to crawl. That's what mm. tells me that it's still him and not a scroll yet. Because I think a scroll would have just gotten up. Okay. Because I think. At that point, the scroll wouldn't have needed to hide. And the but that means we got to figure out where the transition happens still. After this True. movie. Well, obviously. Uh, let's see. So, Hawk, oh, the, so the compound's gone. Everyone's trying to get up. Hawkeye gets the football mm-hmm. and is starting to run it. They start to fight Thanos. We get the big three there. Um, Cap, Thor. No, it's not Thor. It's just Cap and Thor, right? Sean, is there a third one? No, it's Thor is the first one up there. Thor gets joined by Cap and Iron Man because oh, I, Iron Man does show. You're right. Yeah, um, all of it starts to go on, and I love like, it, and it's a cool fight, but it's it's so fast. But I like when you see like Thor hits Mjolnir at him, gets separated. You see Thor there. The the axe is getting pressed into his chest. He's reaching out. And our perspective is we just see Mjolnir lift up. We don't even see a hand grab yeah. it. You just see it start to slowly rise, and you're thinking, like, oh, he's calling it to him. And then next thing you know, Captain America is running around. And the floor. whole place goes crazy. Yeah, yes. And the whole audience fucking stands up and applauds. For the first of at least three times in this movie. <laughs> Actually, no, four. There's at least a fourth one. We're about to get a second one real quick. Yeah. Because we get, he does that. Mm-hmm. Um, Thor's like, yes, I knew it. Mm-hmm. Um, Cap gets beat down oh. for a little bit. Really? Gets up. Uh, Cap on your left. On your left. Yes. That was a big applause moment in the yeah. theater. Cap holding his hand out and Mjolnir flying back was mm-hmm. another big applaud moment. And Avengers assemble. He the finally said erupted. it. And he says it. It was of like course. two or three times like false starts in the past, right? Yeah. Like in different movies. Well, mm-hmm. primarily we the, the ultimate tease was the end of Age of Ultron. Yeah. yeah. They gave us right up and then and you know there's Avengers. a blooper. There's, by the way, there's a there's a blooper reel where he intentionally does it and points at the camera and laughs too. Oh really? So, yeah, there <laughs> is. 
nice. I I remember when everyone's coming back in, I remember people applauding Black Panther walking through. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I remember people applauding Peter coming back through. I know Howard the Duck is in the scene, but it's a it's such a quick scene. I never can catch it, but I've Must seen be like, in the, the distance. Yeah, yeah, he's background. like stand- he's a he's a background kind of character. Yeah, he's just standing next to someone. Um, Thor is uh, part. Cap's shield is like broken beyond repair. Yeah, in this, it's like half what- broken. Like it's only half the shield at this point. It's got shattered, yeah. basically. Um. And then it's just from there, it's just everyone rushing in. Avengers assemble, they all rush in. The mm-hmm. children of Thanos are running in, all the Chitari are running. Thanos is just sitting there chilling, waiting. Um, <laughs> Clint, give it to me. I love that yeah. line when uh, Black Panther wants it. Everyone, it's at this point, we actually aren't even watching the fight, it's just follow the football. Yeah, yeah, that's the whole thing. Like, Hawk Clint gets it to Hawk or Black Panther gets it to Spider Man. We never see what took place. It's understood that the battle is just all encompassing. Yeah, but I think this is this is a smart storytelling strategy, though. If you think about this way, yeah. Rather than just cut around to different things, they clearly have this one object, this MacGuffin, yeah, Mm -hmm. that we that we follow and we happen to intersect with different groups of characters and points along the way which is i think is a strong storytelling method honestly yeah yeah what is the thing that they're gonna do that like is gonna stop them that well they, they try to power up the van they yeah, find it that's the, the one yes yeah, because the van. yeah because uh valkyrie spots it and she's like you're not gonna like where it at and of yeah. course ant-man and wasp immediately get there right and then that's their play yeah and then but the van does that work casey no, the van does not work. Well, and we haven't even gotten to the part where it's where that's taken away from them because, yeah. first of all, oh, I thought when, we Wanda, when Wanda gets her hands on Thanos, yeah, well, now she, she is all, going to she is about him. to do it. She's she has the power to kill him. You know, she there were not, is there's a, no joke that she was going to rip him apart. I know that's what she do? has the power to do it, and he has to do a hail mary play. Well, he calls down brain fire, which basically he he literally self sacrifices his own men to save his life. Right, because right. that's how powerful. You know what that is. always reminds me of. That always reminds me of that scene in Kingdom Come. If you've ever read the graphic novel, where the U.S. military drops a nuke mm-hmm. on the superheroes, and only there's only a few of them that survive because the Green Lanterns who are there shield a bunch of them. This always has yeah. reminiscence of that when you mix that with the Battle of New York when they actually did try to nuke everybody. But it always makes me think of that when the 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 sorcerers all use their shield powers to protect them. But my favorite moment though is when. Why are the guns turning? Something's entered the atmosphere. It's Friday. Yeah. It's dark, and it's like, yeah. uh oh. Well, but before the before the guns turn, I just want to point out with Wanda, like literally about to kill. I mean, she has the power. They're starting to hint that, like, she is one of the most powerful beings yes. in the MCU, well, which makes sense. Why, when Doctor Strange happens, she can do what she does. This is what's referenced. Right. This is this is actually a an Easter egg reference. If you pay close attention when we get to WandaVision, Monica Rambo notes this. Mm-hmm. She yeah. specifically references the fact that before and because she obviously has her issues with Carol. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so she when that gets brought up in the conversation, you can just see her face go frowny on it because yeah. she's singing the praises of Wanda. Yeah. Right. For what she almost did to Thanos, so that story mm-hmm. got around. Yeah, you know. Um. So then, and yes, the the guns start to aim up, 
and then this is when Captain Marvel comes through. Has that happened? Has the um? Wow, so I'm man. looking at my note. You just see Thanos' okay. disappointment in his face when that yes. is like he never saw that coming. No, he did not. Things he um, never saw coming. <laughs> so Carol pops in, and this is when like she is legit Superman. Mm-hmm. Oh like, yeah, she comes in and takes out another Kree ship. Like we've seen her do it twice yeah. now. Like also build your ships better. Because <laughs> it's the same exact way she took you both out. Well, it's um, hard to it's hard to build a better ship when she can literally just puncture your hole yeah, right through true. to your core and fly through your core and out the mm-hmm. other end. It's like, um what else yeah. can you do? I mean, yeah, you, aren't you glad you weren't in space and depressurized? Scripling yeah. to say I the mean. least. <laughs> and before all of this, because it, it references and stuff that's unhappiness, as the football has gone from Clint to, and by football, I mean the gauntlet. Oh, you um, mean the, the nuclear as, football? The nuclear. Yeah, the nuclear football has made it from Clint to Black Panther to Spider Man, who had it. Valkyries right. helped him. I loved all of the goofiness that's happened with all that. When the rain of fire happens, that's what stops him because he gets pushed down to the ground mm-hmm. and then carol and, comes to him right and then carol comes in and is like i got this well how are you going to get through this and then we get the tease that pisses off so <laughs> many fanboys of a force out there Girl oh. power. Girl there's power. a there was a comic i don't even i think it was like 12 issues yeah, it was called a force and it's a female all female led avengers mm-hmm. and they basically hint at it in this and it pisses off so okay. many people. I don't care. It's good fan service. Why? I enjoy it. My daughter likes it. It's good fan service. This is well executed fan service. I know it's fan service, and yeah. I am okay with it. And I'm not going to cry in my pants about it and wet myself. Yeah, get some men here. were just upset. Oh there were God. some people blah, who were blah, upset blah. that why do we get this instead of an A Force movie? Like, there's all uh, types of different things. Oh my. God. Um, but anyway. We get a force. She starts to go through. This is when the quantum tunnel is going to get taken out. Mm-hmm. Um, Thanos I is getting lo- desperate at this point. Yep. Thanos gets the gauntlet, and then after he gets the gauntlet, <laughs> this is when Carol comes to stop him. And Great Carol's sequence. yeah. We find out how powerful Carol is because Carol could easily have stopped him if it wasn't for the power stone because he grabs well, the power so stone. There's that whole sequence right. where she won't let him close his hands. He yep. tries to headbutt her. It does nothing. And he's like, oh, mm-hmm. crud. He has a brilliant thought, though. When he takes the power stone out, that's a brilliant yeah. move. Yeah, he it is. He takes the power stone out, and then he hits her. And then to- and then what does Doctor Strange do? Yep. Holds up that one finger at Tony. Mm-hmm. And yep. this is where I've told this to my kids, okay? I told my kids that this is the quintessential reason why Tony had to be there. Is that it's his armor. It's the Iron Man suit. It's the nanotechs because yeah. I point out to them, they get yeah. into that sequence, they're wrestling. Yeah. And all of a sudden you look and you think you see Tony. We have a here's our yeah. misdirection. Yeah. Here's our do we don't see the do we don't see the gems? Where are the gems? Where are the gems? So before Where's we the before gems? we get to that real quick, I just want to cut back because we didn't talk about it. Um when Tony's like, What was the one? What's the one? I can't tell you because if you. I tell you, it won't it won't happen. happen. Yeah, he can't tell him because he's basically he's using Heisenberg's uncertainty principle to basically right. say that if I tell you what the future is, I will change it. Therefore, I cannot tell you. 
Right. right. Now, yeah. why does then when he does the one finger, that is telling Tony this is it. Well, I think this is how the does moment. that not break it? Well, at this point, the moment is because is, it's too close I think this, to I think the moment happens. is I think it's moments on top of them. He can't gotcha. tell him the future. At this moment, it is the present. They are gotcha. in that moment. He has to cue him because it really what it comes down to is when Tony goes to grab the gauntlet. Right. Then the nano because it's his nanotech. Yeah. When he pulls, and I, I point this out to my kids, and my my son was really curious about this the first time we one of the first times we saw it recently, and he was like, and I said, well, think about the nanotech, think about how it just sort of glides off, and in fact, I even referenced Spider Man mm-hmm. in No Way Home when happens when he encounters Doc Ock, mm-hmm. same thing with the nanotech, and I said, when you see him do that, and the next time we watch it, he was like, when he saw Tony pull and yeah. fall away, and he's like, and he goes, he's got the stones, and I'm like, yeah, he does. We don't see them yet, but the stones hide the stones. Yep, hide the stones, and the, not only does it hide the stones from Thanos, it's yeah. hide the stones from the audience because th- from that moment on, you never see that side of the gauntlet again. It's you see the you camera's see perfectly on. placed. Yeah, you see a palm on, and you see him go to do the inevitable. Yeah, and then nothing happens, snap. and then that's when he turns it over and looks. Yeah, and then we cut to Iron Man. Yeah, but yep. I do want to, to right before we get to the Iron Man piece, I just want to point out again. Carol would have stopped him. It was literally grabbing the power stone that gave him the power to stop oh, yeah. her. That's yeah. how powerful she is. No, they basically just, like getting the kryptonite and putting it in your hand. Thanos outwitted her for yeah. just a moment. He was desperate. That was all yeah. desperation. Oh, Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it was smart. I'm not going to yeah. diss him for saying that wasn't a smart move, but he was desperate. He was out. He's way out of his depth at this point in the game. Yeah. I mean, the moment he got the gauntlet back, and Tony and threw Tony off. He has that return to hubris moment where mm-hmm. he's like, "I've won," and he says yeah. that dumb phrase that I I've am heard, inevitable. I am inevitable. Snap and his fingers. Snap. And then I love how it just it cuts to yeah. And then it just cuts to Tony, and you see him holding his hand up, and you just see the nanotechs moving the armor or moving the stones mm-hmm. up into place. Yeah, and then the power starts to flow. And he's like, "I am Iron Man." Which was the start of the MCU. And he says it's slower than I realized. Slower than I remembered. I am Iron Man. Snap. Yeah. Dramatic effect. And all the bad guys get dusted. Have fun, guys. Including. I love that Thanos. Thanos. I like that Thanos got to be last. It was must have been. Just imagine what must have been going through his head. Well, he looks like he's at peace. A little bit. He's I sad think. because he's lost, but it looks like he's at peace, like well played. Mm. Uh, yeah, I think he has enough. A warrior's shit. death. Yeah. yeah, he got a warrior's death. He got his Klingon death. Yeah, Klingons um, were proud of him. Um, we've learned the sad truth. This is when there was like just tears in the audience mm-hmm. again. Um, so we get Tony has been killed, but we did get to see Peter and Tony get reunited yeah. before. And all this, but Tony, um, Tony gets killed. Everyone starts to reunite. But it's when um, Pepper tells him, "Yeah, you can let go." Mm-hmm. That's the kick, yeah. and the right there that kicks you hard because that yeah. he kind of had to hear that. Like it was mm-hmm. like he was given permission to realize everybody's going to be okay. Yeah, right. He did his job. You did, you did. You did. You did what you had to do. You did save all of us. You know. Yeah. You did it. Yeah. And at this point, we've learned that we've lost three people who can't come back. We've lost Tony. We lost Vision, and we lose Natasha. 
and, and, and Gamora, arguably. Well, we yes can't get one no, Gamora but, back. I mean, we get Gamora comes back. We get a Gamora the from the past and not the one from the future. But I mean, arguably, yeah. if, if we're going to permit that, then we're going to argue that Natasha could come back. We're going to argue any of them could come well, back. Absolutely they could. Well, absolutely, they could. Branch, we need a branching yeah, timeline. We need a branch version. Yeah. That's why we got Gamora back was because she came from a branch in the timeline. Yeah. Right. And we'll remind me in a minute, but we'll touch on that Natasha one in a second. Um, we start to hear the video message from Tony. Mm-hmm. And then we see the video, um, mm-hmm. and we get to hear the I Love You 3000. Yeah. We're at the funeral. We see Tom Rhodey's got his leg braces Yeah, um, still. And I do so, like that um, panning shot where we move back among the audience. Yeah. And we see everybody in their little groupings. And you yeah. know what I keep doing? No, I'm <laughs> the gonna, kid I'm from say Iron one, Man 3? Yeah, one kid that no one seems to remember. But I'm going to tell you another thing, though. When they pan, I'm I'm just gonna say this. I I I miss John Hurt. He was a fabulous actor, but he played Thunderbolt Ross so well mm-hmm. that once again I wanted to kick him and beat him for being there. <laughs> I, I hated him so hard. I was like, what are you doing here, you mm-hmm. freaking piece of crap? Yeah. Like you hated his guts. Get lost. You didn't save the world. He did. You punk. Oh. And at the very end, we get Fury um, yep. there. And Carol. And, and Carol. can I just say, I was going to say, like, all of them are standing in their own little green screen grouping. <laughs> right? like, I think they that's kind of what all, it feels like with I each of them. I think they were actually all there. I think they were actually all there. I think they were. I don't know. No, I think I, Think about I this think way. they do, particularly how the camera is oh, moving, because the camera is clearly moving through groups. Well, of the, people. the camera, yeah, so that yeah, you get to appreciate the groupings. Yeah, I mean, you're moving between groups so that you're not being overwhelmed by like a whole group of people. Think about what we were just in that battle scene where everybody's there, and you're like, yeah. your attention's all over the place. Here, we can very deliberately focus our attention on these people in their kind of sort of, you know squazzy no. squad well, groupings or whatever you want to call them. There's no. also there's also the famous shot of them. They did a, a photo of every actor there for one photo. Oh, really? And they if did? you have them there, you could easily do yeah. I mean, this shot could have been done in yeah, it's, it's a morning shot, right? Yeah. I'm just saying, you get a so, nice little you get I'm pretty a camera sure they're on a hover. There. You get a camera on like a hover crane and you just kind of like float down. Load up, float. I didn't down, know about the around. all of them shot because I thought like uh, I don't yeah, know. We had the photo there's a there's a classic hall yeah, yeah, shot. That's, that's that's what throws me off. All right, throw the evidence <laughs> proves it. I guess. Um, evidence. Now at this point we're ra- we're obviously wrapping it all up. We learned that Thor is going to give over the throne to Valkyrie for Asgard. Thor is going to go. Off that's what he realized. That's a smart move in his part because he realized that's not what he's meant to be. Yep. Yeah, he's got to go find that. He's not meant to be a king. He realizes he's got to be yourself, now. Thor. Be, be yourself. himself, you know. And so he realizes she's the one who's better yep. leader. I mean, that's good on his part. It's solid. And so he goes off with tree. Yeah, no, I love that. I love he says. Look, he says. He says, I don't know what I'm supposed to be, but I have a ride. Do like, <laughs> it or lose it. Tree quill. Um, oh my gosh, they're Rich and I have agreed that Chris Hemsworth is underused in, in Marvel for his humor. Like he, he yes. it kind of gets there in, in like Ragnarok and stuff. They mm-hmm. let him finally start opening it up in those later films. So yeah. yeah. 
Um, Cap decides he's got, or they've got to send the stones back. So it makes yep. sense for Cap to do it. And it's for us, he'll be gone 10 seconds for him. It'll be however long it takes. Yep. Mm-hmm. And so he takes, we'll meet the... you right back here. Remember they mm-hmm. say that. Okay. Yeah. No. And remember what he and Bucky say to each other. Bucky knew what he was going to do. Oh, of course he knew. Did. He knew. Sam didn't, but Bucky knew. Bucky knew he wasn't coming back. Yep. What um, did they say? Hold on. What did they say? Well, he says, he says, don't do anything stupid until I come back. He says, well, I can't. You're taking all the stupid with you. And I think they had a moment there where I think yeah. he knew he's if he goes back, he's not coming back. Yeah. You know, he's got a time machine and an opportunity to go back to that thing he gave up. And now yeah. that the Life. mission is over. Yeah. Which would create a branch, him, by yeah. the way. But the, I mean, the real mission for him, everything he was that he lived he to be that. is done. He doesn't have to do that anymore. In fact, he even says he's taking Tony's advice to get a life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, he goes back with the stones and he goes with the hammer to take yes. you on their back. Um, technically, he should be taking the baseball glove back also, I would like to point out, because that created a home. Well, you can just give it, give it to Hawkeye and have him take it back to his kid. He didn't um, take it from that far. Oh, shit. Um, so what I was going to say <laughs> second ago about Natasha... Eric, there's there've been rumors that they they could do a that they might be trying to get um, Chris Evans back to do basically a nomad TV show, where it would be him stepping into the time machine to go back, and it would be a show that would follow him jumping through time, returning all the stones to where they go, oh. and that Natasha could be a part of that, and that he could then use that to bring Natasha back into. The time stream, and oh, have you back. All right, okay. Which I would totally take I a would, six episode show of him. Each episode's just him dropping off another stone. Would it introduce a new Black Widow, right? A different Natasha, and then Scarlet. Well, it'd be a branching Natasha. We've already it would be a branching Natasha. Yeah, think about we already done that. We technically did that in What If. Well, and with Gamora too. Well, but I mean, in what if we actually literally did take one from an altered dimension and plop and it in another them. one? Yeah, you yeah. know. All right. So I would, I would totally watch that show. But then, where is he? Where is he? And then Bucky just, as you to your point, he knew that he wasn't coming back, and Bucky just happens to look at the right bench and see that a guy magically just appeared there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, in many ways, he's like, just walked up while they weren't looking. Yeah, he's like, you should go, you should go, Sam. And so Sam goes over there, and it's old Cap. It's uh, Chris Evans in makeup, and he gives him the shield. And he's like, here you go, Sam, this is for you. Chris Evans, good makeup, by the way. It was. It was good makeup. It was, it was yeah. And then um, we cut to the dance. The perfect quantum leap ending, where we see Al Calavici and his wife having a dance. <laughs> and I wonder if it's the same song, because it's almost shot for shot the same way. I wonder if it's the same song. I should actually look that up. Yeah. Eric's like, wait, was that the I, ending of Quantum Leap? No, but there's a there's a famous episode where, um, no, where Sam Al, never gets back home. Sam where gets Al gets home. to have a date with um, yeah. th- there's like a whole mission, and then at the end, where Al gets his wife, his woman back. No, Doctor uh-huh. Sam Beckett never made it home, according yeah. to the legend. But Dr. Calavici or um, Calavici, Al Calavici does get his woman back who then has a child who will then be a part of the new TV series. 
So, and then the perfect ending, um, the signatures, and there's no tag. I love yeah, that. Yeah, that was good. That was I nice. like the signature. Um, Classic. That's a long way of saying, for a long movie, um, we really like this movie, I think. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what? Really? Yeah. yeah. All right, Eric, what are your final thoughts? Oh, actually, it's, it's okay. no, before okay. final thoughts, I'm sorry. Eric, tell us about a library. Oh, a library? Well, if you remember, folks, we were in Vermont last week. In Montpelier, Vermont, to be exact. So this week, we've decided to hop on over one state to New Hampshire. Uh, New Hampshire, a town that Casey and I know well. Uh, Keene. Keene, New Hampshire. And we're going to talk about the Keene Public Library. That's Keene, K-E-E-N-E. In 1782, we're going back, folks. Uh, the home of the Reverend Aaron Hall, a minister of the First Congregational Church of Keene, in Keene, sorry, for nearly 40 years, was built on the present Keene Public Library site. So that's where his home was built. So that will later become the Keene uh, Public Library site. There was interest in the library all the way back as early as 1795, though some may argue earlier. Uh, the lot, as I mentioned, was uh, of the present library, was purchased from the daughter of Reverend Hall by Henry Colony, the first president of the Manchester and Keene Railroad. He was the great-grandson of John Colony, who came to the colonies in 1740 at 10 years of age and later fought in the French and Indian Wars with Rogers Majors. Uh, in uh, eight, 1898, I believe, Edward Carrington Thayer presented the Henry Colony House on West Street, where it is now, uh, to the city for use as the public library. Uh, this was a mansion. It was remodeled, and, and a book stack was added. Um, all the way zoomed forward. So this was 1898, 1899. I know I zoomed forward, I said, but it wasn't that far. Uh, the finished building was dedicated on February 28th, so right at the start of the year, really. Uh, however... Mr. Thayer did not live to see the completion of the work, which was carried on according to his wishes uh, by his wife and niece, uh, Mrs. Myra, I believe, Southworth. Um, oh, sorry. No, Mrs. Myra Southworth was appointed the librarian. Uh, I don't know his his wife and niece's name. Uh, so, so quick schedule fact. So first of all, if it sounded like I was a little scattered on trying to read the facts about Keene Public Library, it's because there's a lot of them listed on their public library website. I highly recommend going to check it out. Um, it's not that hard. Keene, K-E-E-N-E, Public Library, New Hampshire. You'll find it pretty instantly. Um, for those of you in the area or maybe visiting anytime soon, it has closed on Sundays. Be careful. Uh, however, uh, any other day, it is open about 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. So that's pretty good hours any other day of the week. Um, and you'll get some extended hours uh, on the weekdays, 5 or 6 p.m. for most of the days. Uh, the Keene Public Library is in kind of the heart of Keene. Um, there's kind of a, a lovely roundabout or, or traffic circle or whatever you want to call it in that area. It's kind of off that. Um, it's about one block over, if you're really measuring, from Lindy's Diner. Uh, which is where you'll likely see some political candidates. <laughs> if you happen to be in uh, New Hampshire during uh, candidate season or or primary season in all likelihood in this. 
I'm going to interject point. for a second. Is that where we had lunch? It is. It is okay. the same diner. Yeah. Thank you. Um, and then that's also Lindy's Diner, one block away, or or the public library, if you will. It's about two blocks away uh, from the Keene State College, which is where we were when we saw Pete Buttigieg, I guess. And Michael say. J. Fox. Yeah. And Michael J. Fox. Michael J. Fox being a resident, I believe, of that area, if I'm not mistaken, of, of New Hampshire. He's certainly of New Hampshire, of the Keene area, I believe. Uh, so, yeah. Long story short, folks, that's the Keene Public Library. I recommend checking it out. I recommend actually checking out the Keene Public Library in, gen- in general. There's some great coffee shops. There's some great local establishments, obviously, Lundy's Diner, uh, but other restaurants, other coffee shops, other just kind of just a nice kind of main street to walk up and down and shop. So so check it out. Keene, New Hampshire, Keene Public Library. Uh, oh, sorry, for those of you paying attention, I know you're asking where was it? For those of you paying attention, the zip code is 03431. Uh, so Keen Public Library. There you go. Awesome. Awesome. I can um, definitely say they have a great little downtown. Um, I thoroughly enjoyed it. And they have a great little coffee shop um, that I got. Uh, a maple, I think it was a maple latte, if I remember correctly. And I enjoyed that. So Yeah, I'm pretty yeah. sure it was all maple <laughs> when we got there. I'm pretty sure it was too. All right, let's um, give some final thoughts on this movie, um, and then then after that, I will tell everyone what we're gonna what we're gonna watch next. So Ooh. I'm gonna mix it up a tiny little bit. So who, <laughs> Eric? <would laughs> I'll like go first. Yeah, to go first. So I mean, I, just to be clear, this movie. Capped off what 10 years at this point of cinema, 10 years of storytelling. I want to say close to 20 movies or so, um, worth of content. It it really brought it all home and it and it played to the strengths of all the characters it established by this point. It had fun, like it was a fun story. Um, and it had a really fucking great battle, forget my French, but a really great battle at the end. You know, I mean, it wasn't it wasn't uh, some of the phase one or early phase two movies where the the, the final battle was kind of quick. It felt like a solid battle. Um, it felt it felt hardcore. So that said, um, if if those of you who are questioning at this point, I gave it five stars. I gave it a heart. And it's at number one on my list. It is it is number one on my list, not only because it's a good story, it's a fun movie. Um, it really kind of holds its own, surprisingly. But it's also the culmination of 10 years of great storytelling. And so it's hard to overlook that if you're going to rate it. So let me get this right. You really, really love this movie. <laughs> <laughs> You I, like nice one. Deep throated it. You were wow. Oh, whoa, whoa, hey. He loved this movie. He's a shill for Marvel. We're in the end game now. Okay, yeah, look, we game. don't. We're not on board with Martin Scorsese. Okay, we have our our differences. All right, John. Let's see if you share the same opinion as an Eric. I do. We are in sync, my friend. I hearted it. I gave it five stars. My final thoughts are I never get tired of watching this film. 
It's great storytelling. It's great fan service. It's all things in perfect balance, as Thanos would tell us. It's an incredibly nice. fast three hours. I know. You don't really, really realize it. It moves. Like, it's got pacing. It's got Never storytelling. Stopped. As I rewatched it this last time and was noticing things, I'm noticing great foreshadowing and the way they are setting things up. And even right now, tonight, mm-hmm. when we're talking about it, I had never quite thought about it until we start talking about Natasha and Cap and she's keeping the lighthouse on. And I'm like, that just dawned on me. I'm like, that's another layer that's mm-hmm. going on there. Mm-hmm. So, love it. So you It's really pinnacle. It's the pinnacle for me right now. Wow. Do you think do you think anything's ever going to beat it? We'll see. Right. I don't know. It's going to be a hard match. I mean, honestly, the only thing that's not MCU related to my top five are the two Spider Verse animated movies. So that's a hard sell. The same, I think. All right. So, so I think this is the pinnacle of um, MCU, and I love it. Um, it is great. I enjoy all the cameos and stuff. Eric, I see that look, but wait a second before you get that. Um, yeah, I gave it five stars. It is technically number two on mine, but this is why I say, give me a second, Eric. To me, <laughs> they're one movie. It's one six-hour movie, okay. and it's just following it in order. That's why it's um, number two on mine, because it doesn't work without the first piece. You need the first piece for it. So to me, it's like there's just a small like um, intermission. I don't know. I disagree. I think you can watch Endgame without Infinity War. We need to find. But I don't some think you can watch Infinity War never without Endgame. Seen... Okay, we need to find me... someone who's never seen the MCU and make them this. watch Endgame. This is not the same as Kill Bill Volume One and Volume Two. Who we and Casey and I know somebody who once said to me, "I can't wait till they finally make it one movie." And I'm left at them and thought to myself, "That's never going to happen." No. Two you know what I'm talking movies. about, Casey? Do you I know? do. But okay. I do think, to me... This I don't is... want to call them out, but I'm just saying. I remember them saying that that would happen, and that never did. Gerald! <laughs> <laughs> no, good guess, Eric. Not his name. Uh, um, but the, we, but do, are... we did know a Gerald, but that's not it. <laughs> yeah, I, But I do, I do. to me, it's basically one long movie. Um, The way they're... they Because of how they and pick up right after. And you think Act 2 is worse than Act 1? Act one no. is so I love Act One when like the whole like they all arrive at the beginning and that whole beginning fight. There's a lot of a lot of my favorite fights and scenes are in Act One. Because it's where you get when we were talking about the end of the movie and like it's just we're following the football. We're not following the individuals. Movie one is where we follow the individuals. Okay. Movie one, movie one is Empire Strikes Back. Ooh. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So, are you saying you like there Return of the Jedi over Empire? Eric? <laughs> oh, there it is. There it is. There's the crucible. <laughs> now, if we could have only made a trilogy out of this, right? I mean, really, I would like to say that Civil War. If we only had, if we only had Peter Jackson, we probably could have squeezed it. You could actually say Civil War is the beginning of the trilogy. I would agree with that. Actually, there, that is fair. So we kind of do, kind of do. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that's where we stand on it. Do we all like this movie? Yes, we all love this movie. Some more than others. Just because John Lollick more than you. <laughs> so let's tell I think, everyone. I think we're roughly the equivalency of it. We we all are in relatively consensus agreement on yeah, it. Yeah, so. I think so. 
Considering Casey's logic, we basically ranked it all number one. So let's yeah. considering my number two is Infinity War. <laughs> Don yeah. hates Infinity War. So no, I just happen to like Cross the Spider Verse better. You do like Cross the Spider Verse better. All right, so that is the end of Phase Three. So we are now on to Phase Four. So next week, um, you are going to need the big D plus Hey-o. if you want to be able to watch. You get that big D. Or or you can wait a month and watch the first one of these on DVD. Um, I don't know if they're ever going to do Falcon and Winter Soldier on DVD. But Loki actually is today. It's Thursday. Or Tuesday. It's on DVD. Anyway, uh, WandaVision season. Well, just WandaVision. There's no season one. Um, WandaVision and Falcon and Winter Soldier are the two movies that we will be watching this week. Yeah, it's gonna be exciting. I'm looking forward to it. I'm actually almost done with WandaVision. I've went I'm looking forward to seeing Zemo dance again, baby. Oh, we binged WandaVision yesterday. One all all in one day. I, I need to play catch up I, all in one day. I need to watch it. I will probably it watch it sometime this week and I will probably I do Wiki Falcon. So I've already done Loki season one, so I'm already ahead on that. I just gotta catch up for right now. Yeah. Oh, it's so it's so good. It's so good. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for sticking with us. And um, let me tell you where you can find us. Woo! You can find us um, at our Gmail, notfunnyguys.offthereels at gmail.com. You can find us on the Insta at not underscore funny underscore guys underscore presents. Twitter, not funny guys pod on the blue sky. The not funny guys. You can find me on Twitter at Vash underscore Maxwell. Letterbox that Vash Maxwell. You can find me as Casey Franklin on Blue Sky. Eric can be found on Letterboxd as Eckley. You can also find him at Insta at Hot Honey underscore comics, where he's putting some sticky sweet stuff up every day. John, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me over on the Instagram at uh, esoteric underscore by underscore design. Find me on Letterboxd at esoteric underscore Evans. You can find me on Blue Sky at arching with a PhD. Awesome. And I'm well, glad we said Twitter, by the way. We're not going to refer to it as anything other than that. So it's it's Twitter. There's it's there Twitter forever. No, there is no porn, only come, Twitter. Come for us, Elon. Come. Come. Oh, no, that's what? bad. Shh. Never yes. mind. Never mind. That's not what I meant. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Have a good night. <laughs> good night, kids. I've thoroughly embarrassed myself already. Good night. Say not funny guys again. No, can you say not funny, guys?